to the new Utah podcast. Thanks again, Brother Passy, for that music. Yeah, well, and all of Folk Hogan. It wasn't just Nick. And in, just as a little side note, he's got a little fundraiser going for his new album. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Okay. So We'll wait then. I was listening to his old shit. Uh, it's not shit, it's really good, but I was listening to that earlier. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a new Utah podcast. We are, uh, we're not in the studio uh, for like ever now. We're going to be gone for like three weeks, three weeks. On the road. Just two? <laughs> just two? Okay, just two weeks. I thought, well, I thought you said we were going to have another week at James's house after next week. Nope. Just double duty. Double duty. You said duty. We're doubling down. Uh, <laughs> no, we are at, uh, we're at the Chocolate Conspiracy today. Um, so we are in their lovely space. We're upstairs in the living room, uh, the office. Yep. And I guess that's the living room next door. I don't know. When you walk in, this place smells amazing. You guys just might be used to it and not smell it anymore, but wow, you walk to that front door... It's magic. Yeah. It's, we're we're it kind of like, immune to it at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm used to it now. <laughs> it smells like real chocolate. Like not like chocolate shop where it's mostly like sugar and, and like the cream and kind stuff. Kind of nauseating. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's, that's a good smell too. Let's be clear. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> <laughs> that's a smell you'll get sick of for sure. That's the smell that'll just make you puke later. That's yeah, a sweet one. Opening the door here. Have you guys started doing anything with your next door neighbors? No, we tried and they don't want to do it. They didn't want to play. She's not That's a okay. she's not a collaborator. <laughs> not yeah, a I, did, I didn't get I didn't get that impression from her either. I love yeah. her to death, but I didn't get that impression. Oh no, she's great. I will. She's yeah. amazing. Tammy's awesome. Her so. business is dope, but yeah, no, she she's cutthroat. Yeah, well, <laughs> how to blame her? Got to be. You got to be feeling. She's doing well, so yep. uh, she's doing oh, she's killing it. it. Her marketing is amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you got to hand great. it to her. There's a lot of competition out there in the cookie world, you know. So there really is. There really is, and and like the high end, like you have to have a, an amazing product to sell cookies in the grocery store in the freezer section for eight bucks for like six cookies. Yeah, and to sell them out of out of a out of a bakery, basically to sell them for what two fifty a piece? I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have to make. We know how that product. goes. Yeah. <laughs> Not cookie wise, but we're selling seven dollar chocolate bars over here. Yeah, so. and, and I buy way too much of your fucking chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one saving grace is the farmers markets over now, so I don't have to see you guys almost every week. <laughs> Wrong. You have one one. There's more. one more. <laughs> so my like, heart just broke a little bit. <laughs> we walked past you guys in the farmer's market, and I don't think we walked past and not bought anything yet. So every time we go. It's a good sign. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for somebody here. Yeah, at least yeah. we'll say so. <laughs> uh, but you guys, are in, you guys are in the grocery stores as well, so you're in Harmon's as well. Um, yep. And we'll talk, we'll talk a lot more with you guys about that uh, as we go. And, and I don't want to uh, miss out on introductions. Uh, so we have Steve again with us. Uh, and I can't ever remember your name. I don't, I don't remember yours, man. AJ, so we're all AJ. good. Yeah. <laughs> is it AJ? I don't, I yeah, can't. Perfect. I'm, I'm really shitty. Yeah. It's hey. all good. Yes, and I AJ. like that we've lucked out and had both of you at the same time, both times. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and we almost like we had to reschedule the first time, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot what about episode that. were they? Steve's a ditcher. Hey, um, man. <laughs> it was for a good cause. It was a concert. It was my fault. It was the killers. It was the killers. Yeah. That was a damn good show. I will, I will, I will that was a good night. For that. I'll forgive you for that. What episode uh, was that, Jess? Do you have that handy? I don't. Like, I don't. Like 12. I don't know. Like 12? No, it was about a year. It was about a year there ago, was a right? it's, uh, There was snow on the ground, so it was... I think it was spring, late winter of 2017. Oh, so it was a while ago. It was over a year, year ago. A year and a half ago. 
So it's been a while. Don't quote me. Oh, I didn't think it was that long. I don't. I, I thought it was this year, but like in. You think it was last? It was, it was cool weather April because you left your jacket. It was April. Oh, that's April. right. April of this year. Yeah. yeah. Wait, See, what? Yeah, I knew it was this year. Yeah, so it was only like six uh-huh. months ago. Oh, so it wow. hasn't even been that long. Jeez. Wow. You, you might be the quickest <laughs> returning guests that we've had. That's oh, cool. good. Um, yeah, so. You guys good over there? Don't that this is gonna that that no, splitter is it's gonna, good now. It's gonna be messed up like the whole time. Yeah, they just have to wiggle it when it goes out. Yeah, yeah just jiggle it. Sounded like you were underwater for a minute. I was confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the problem is the amplifiers don't really amplify past four channels very well, and so when you split them again, unless you have another amplifier, yeah, the we got just six kinda, people. Yeah, and we, we six. we've been it's bitching about it for for. I don't know, like a year since we've got that thing, and we still haven't gotten a second one. You keep one. saying every. We yeah. should get a new one. Yeah, we, we tell every guest we should get another one. <laughs> it was like what a whole ten dollars, something like that. Uh, well, and anyway. Jeremy spilled water, juice, or something all over the first one. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, he's not supposed to have drinks at the table, actually. And here I have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be careful. So anyway, this is uh, the New Utah Podcast. If, you've, uh, if you're listening to us, thank you uh, for joining us. Hopefully you uh, stick around for the whole show. Episode 125. Yeah, 125 episodes. That's Is that a milestone? What's the 125th anniversary? Does it even go up that? I don't think it exists. So, I don't, I don't <laughs> it's know. like an RUS. <laughs> they don't exist. You know, I listen to other shows, and they're like, we're at our 50th episode, and I'm like, fuck, that was so two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, about 125 episodes, no repeats, uh, no best ofs, no clip shows. Uh, it's a 125 weeks of us recording shit. Week after week. <laughs> and some of you are still listening. Yeah, some of you. And some of you quit and came back. Uh, I can see the top listeners on uh, some of the platforms. I actually can see their IDs. Uh, I'll tell you off air, some of them. Cool. But uh, <laughs> we have listeners everywhere. I'm surprised. We have Brazilian listeners. We have a lot of listeners in the UK and Ireland. We have Canadian listeners. Uh, and then a bunch of people across the, the Wasatch Front, really. You're okay. That's fine. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> so smack matter. things around. <laughs> So, uh, did anyone have an interesting weekend? I know Jess did not. She didn't, she didn't do anything. <laughs> you should start weekend. with Jess. Yeah, she had a pretty crazy weekend. I don't know if it would, if I would call it crazy. Crazy humid, maybe. It was. Yeah, you were in New Orleans. Right? New Orleans. It was 86 degrees with 90% humidity. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds awesome. That sounds, oh, it I sounds love that. It was, it was what, a hard freeze here? It's like 29 degrees. Yeah, yeah we got down to 28, I was so happy when I walked off of that plane last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, we got, and it's funny because I lived in New Jersey for six years, and I just I never acclimated to humidity. It just does not suit well with my personal body temperature. Like. At all. Um, I even said to my, I went with my cousin and I, because we were talking about like, if people move there, if you adapt. And I I said, probably, I said, but somebody like me who has like an automatic, like high body temperature anyways, like Brie, she would probably adapt really, really well. We even talked about it. (laughs) I wouldn't call it adapting. She would just feel better. Yeah. Correct. I'm the exact (laughs) same way. I was, I spent two months in Costa Rica and Panama same type of, you know, like 90 degree weather, almost 100% humidity, and I've never felt better in my entire life. Yeah. I, I don't think normal people actually adapt to that kind of weather. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got yelled at for 15 minutes last night about how cold our house was and how everyone gets to be the right temperature but her. <laughs> it's well, true, though. Here's the funny. thoughts are with you about you while I was in I was in New Orleans. I went to New Orleans this weekend. 
And that was plenty of time to spend down there, I think, for your first time. I went Friday afternoon and I got home at like 11 o'clock last night. Oh, that was your first time down there? My first time. I've been saving my Sky Miles for six years and uh, finally got a chance to go and was it worth Did. the six years? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, it was. It's <laughs> it's so funny because you see places on television and movies, and you read about them, and and I guess you have a certain expectation of somewhere that you really want to go, and you hope it'll be that way. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. But this place was everything go, that I thought it was going to be. It was amazing. Did you go into any of the sweet strip clubs that are on Bourbon Street? We did walk. We walked by one, so we got there late enough that we got to Bourbon Street like eight thirty, and that's, it happened that's that the perfect time to get to Bourbon Street. It happened. It <laughs> happened to be, I guess, Loyola and Georgia. The Bulldogs had a game on Saturday, and so everybody from Georgia was on Bourbon Street in their in their school mm-hmm. school gear and and uh did you get yourself a hand grenade or a hurricane no we just walked through like it was so not for james like you could tell he was absolutely miserable <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't strike me as it doesn't kind of it too. doesn't bother me at all because like you're there for the experience even if you're not partaking like it still is just being in the atmosphere and kind of just taking it in um you know, and seeing all of the the wrought iron balconies and the buildings and all the bars and Did you see boobs and no, it was, no. it's a lot. More, How did that happen? No, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a, a lot, Mardi Gras. It's a lot more tame True. than yeah. Mardi Gras time frame. So yeah, so we just did a lot of eating. We did like a haunted cemetery tour. Our Airbnb was like five houses from one of the oldest cemeteries in the city. Um, we walked probably 15 miles <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> um, I have the blisters on the bottom of my feet to prove that. Um, I had fried alligator. I had char-grilled oysters. Mm. I had yeah. soft-shell crab, beignets, coffee, uh, duck. I had duck hash. It was the, probably the most amazing meal that I had the mm, weekend. <laughs> Did you go to Cafe du Monde? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't it fucking kind of weird? How that whole experience happens at Cafe du Monde? No, not really, because we got there at about 8. Since they're open 24 hours, James thought that they opened at 8. I was like, that signs of 24 hours. Yeah, no, they're open 24 um, hours. That the whole back half still had all the chairs up on the table, so we just, everybody just Oh, started, you were there in the morning? Yeah, everybody just oh. started putting the chairs. So we, yeah, we had like first breakfast. Uh, if you ever want amazing donuts, go to District Donuts in the Garden District. They We had a spicy praline donut and then like a coffee-filled beignet and they were like they were ginormous so we ate there and then like two hours later we'd go and have breakfast like actual breakfast somewhere else and we did the same thing with the beignet the beignets if you're gonna walk 15 miles you might as well we really did i was mapping it today and i was like no wonder my feet are so angry (laughs) (laughs) that was about what we we did like what 10 11 a day on the cruise we went to the the murder museum uh which was pretty graphic. We took a dinner jazz cruise down the Mississippi on a steamboat. Did they murder someone while you were at the museum or just reenact it? No, none of the above. It was a lot of like <laughs> each, each, sec- each, each section was a different topic. They don't allow you to take pictures. And the original one started in Hollywood, like, I don't know, 30 years ago. And this one's been in New Orleans for 20 years already. And it's like serial killers. There's Charles Manson. There's like funeral home techniques. There's, it's graphic. It's like super graphic. If you don't like any of that stuff, you shouldn't go in there. So I, <laughs> but it was good. I've been watching this show on Netflix called Dark Tourism. And it's basically, it's a dude that is going around and doing 
these really fucked up tours like this. So like in New Orleans, he does a bunch of these. He he meets these vampires. So there's a whole bunch of people that think they're vampires in New Orleans. And oh, I took a picture of one of the shops actually. <laughs> and like they they like he was in a thing where they were drinking someone's blood. Like a dude literally. What? bit into another guy's neck and like sucked blood out of him for like 10 minutes. New Orleans is like the weirdest city it's I've ever been to, but it's so like the history behind it. This our cemetery tour. There's only two like nighttime cemetery tours. All the cemeteries close at like three with good reason. And you have to take and you have to pay to go on tours to go through the majority of them. And so the cemetery that we went through was basically like a free-for-all. There's no stones. It was basically a big open pit that from the yellow fever to Katrina, they just buried no names in well, there, and the fact uh, that, in this field. It's it's so... And the fact that they're buried there is really rough because in New Orleans, most cemeteries are nothing but mausoleums because they can't put them underground. Yes, and the, the well, table. besides the water table, it also serves a purpose as a, as a like crematorium, basically. Yeah. So... Um, just really fascinating and yeah, it's like, it just, I just want to go back and take all the tours. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to know more about this city. Um, New Orleans is like, to me, New Orleans was like the, the city where your freak flag could fly before the internet existed. It reminded me a lot of New York city, like lower Manhattan very much like the, just very touristy, but then it still had like its flavor if you were looking for it. Oh, if you're, and if I'm looking at AJ because he used to live there, and so he knows. Oh, you used to live in New Orleans? <laughs> no, I didn't live there. Oh. You lived in New York. Oh, I lived in New York. Oh, yeah. New York. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he was. We could fly. And I could fly was my freak talking, flag. He was talking sure. chocolate. Talk that out of his backpack. So <laughs> I just, I just want right, to like. Drugs. Uh, uh, <laughs> A shout out, which I don't ever do, uh, to the New Orleans airport. I had, I took two pairs of socks with me. One was dirty. The other one got holes in. And I just planned on wearing my plane shoes yesterday. Uh, but then it downpoured, like major downpoured. And so I get to the airport in my shoes. And I'm like, the airport will have socks. Like they have the little like Hudson News shops and the clothes shops. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, definitely no. So I tweeted that airport out. sucks. No, well, it's just very small. And so I, tw- I tweeted out to like the Hudson group, Hudson News into the airport. And I was like, hey, this seems like a missed opportunity. People love socks. You need to put socks here. And the airport tweeted me back and was like, are your feet in need? And I was like, yes, they are. And they're like, what gate are you at? And they brought me airport socks, <laughs> hand delivered. Yes, and then, that is impressive. And then the city of New Orleans retweeted my tweet. <laughs> like cool. it was, and then everyone's cool. like, I want these socks. And they're like, sorry, they're not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Really yeah, it was, it was a really magical moment. Cause I was just like, here's a missed opportunity. And Disneyland doesn't have a shit on New Orleans it was, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it never did. It was, no first stops there. But people were so nice down there too. Like I, even if people bump into you and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, or you don't get that anywhere. And it just cool. really nice. I liked it down there a lot. Yeah, I and mean, I got to see all the American Horror Story stops that I wanted to. If you get it, like New Orleans is a, it's a shithole. I'm not a. It's, it, not, it, it's so weird. It's so just weird. It's it, like you get like anywhere around the ninth district is just massive touristy. So you've got all the casinos right around there. I mean, I, I took a rickshaw one night for like half a block cause I had no fucking clue where I was. <laughs> I was drunk as shit and my feet were killing me cause this was before 
my diagnosis for this was actually the trip that I got diagnosed with plantar fasciitis afterwards because we had and we're at a trade show and we had uh, these uh, foot massage people in our booth and the dude was giving me a foot massage the next day and he's like like five minutes and he stops and he's like you need to go talk to a doctor <laughs> I was like fuck because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I could like I really couldn't like I was at a point where I couldn't even walk it was so painful. And then I go to the doctor and I see like, you know, he takes an x-ray on my foot. He doesn't even take like an MRI or a CT. He takes an x-ray and you can see like an inch of scar tissue on the bottom of my feet. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. But New Orleans, I've been there a few times. I've got stories. I, got I definitely st- want to go back just to take all the tours, all of them. It's I def- just want to know more. It's definitely a fun little tourist town, but mm-hmm. I, I'm always amazed at how shitty the airport is and how little it is. It's because, just tiny. Well, that's a huge convention town. They have tons and tons of conventions in New Orleans, and their airport's so shitty. Like, I always hated going to shows there because the airport's just crap, and they'll bring in, like, you know, 200,000 people for a convention, and the airport just can't handle it down there, so. But you don't have to have a car. You can walk everywhere. Pretty much. So that's we took nice. a lift and we took the trolley. And every time I, it came, I sang the song and James got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine James on Bourbon Street. That probably wouldn't go over well. Um, every restaurant that we, at, that we ate at was amazing. Yeah, the food's good down there. Was that your first time having an alligator? Yes. How it's was the it? only way that alligator should ever be presented is dead <laughs> and eaten in his mouth. <laughs> um, it was awesome. It kind of reminded me a little bit of calamari, like the flavor. Oh, wow. Um, but it was good because we walked into this restaurant and it was early enough that I saw that they had seats up on the balcony and I was like, can we sit up there? So we got like full like jazz bands coming down the street while we're out there cool. eating and I love alligator. It was awesome. How'd they prepare the alligator? It was for like little fried pieces. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I've never tried it. I want to. They have it like in jerky on sticks. Like it's uh yeah. it's funny because alligator tastes like chicken. Everyone says stuff tastes right. like chicken. There's even a sign. But it really of does. A, well, and it's what I've heard. There, there's actually a reason. Wise, so yeah. all these different animals like evolve from basically the same old like dinosaur species so chickens and alligators and they're all very very similar from a dna standpoint and so the texture and the taste and the flavor of the meat uh is all very similar that's why you always hear people say well kind of frogs kind of taste like chicken alligator kind of tastes like chicken it's because it actually does yeah <laughs> so there's, there's real science behind it i thought i read something like two weeks ago on it <laughs> uh anyway so uh, we had a hard freeze in utah that was, uh, I've, I, so this is the first year. So I did my garden, uh, which sucked this year. It was really fucking terrible. But last year I had torn everything out before the hard freeze. This year, the hard freeze hit. I went out the next morning, well, like next afternoon. Holy shit. That's it's like, amazing. it's crazy what it does to a plant. Like, it, yeah, all the leaves are dead. Like these giant, huge zucchini leaves and there's like nothing left. It looks like the apocalypse came through. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. One night where it gets below freezing and boom, it's they're done. done. Yeah. I've, I've never had that experience because I hate plants. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate plants. I'm just not good at plants, I guess is the better thing to say. But we got a roof in time. So, and you have a door now. We have our door put back together. Not completely finished, but it's put back together. That was together. like a f- four-day process for you. It took way too long. So, I, yeah, we, it's, we're doing the redoing the entryway and the door. I start taking it apart. I take off the yeah. the jam and the sill, and it is so rotten. 
that I go all the way down through the two by six below it, and I'm down to the sill plate from the basement. <laughs> I'm that far. Anyway, well, the whole project was supposed to take the weekend. It took eight hours just to get the stupid seal all pulled out and cleaned up and cut up and remade and rebuilt and put back together again. Did you feel at any point? Did you feel like this is my fucking back windows all over again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't have to call a contractor this time to come. No, I did it myself. That's uh took happy. forever. It wasn't. It, it was one of those things that it wasn't so much hard. It just took forever. And then every step of the way, you're like, oh, maybe this will be enough. And then as you kind of pull one more thing apart and more stuff's rotten, it's like, uh. So did you guys, when you got this place, how much remodeling did you guys do to this place, to this building? Little to none. It was... Pretty much what you see. It, it's like it was meant for us. It was it was pretty cool. All yeah. the paint, the way it is, is the way it was when we moved in oh, four years really ago. Nice. So you yeah. just had to move in equipment, basically? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did have to um, put in a like a drain for the three-compartment sink. Well, kind of. I mean, we basically used the old toilet drain. Well, yeah, they have, <laughs> it was a bathroom. Was, it was a bathroom. So yeah, our wash our washroom was a bathroom and the it's not the toilet drain, it's the sink drain, but they just had to make it bigger. Right. So that was it was a project. It was big. It took a lot of work, but mm. um we've installed these doors just to create separation. There's doors upstairs and downstairs just to separate the space and control temperature, but yeah, we haven't we didn't have to do a lot uh well, to, the to doors make it were work done. Good. You know, a couple of years after we were here, so initially it really it wasn't was all a lot. Open. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. What so, was it prior? Yeah, uh, clothing shop uh, right before us. It was actually Chic and Unique. That's no longer yes, next door to us. Oh no! Um, that yeah, you know, they moved. No, they're the other. Yeah, they closed. That, that building's gone. vacant. The rest of the units in our building here are vacant right now. So if it's anybody's looking us. for business rental space, it's how, it's available. How many nights have you guys slept here? Do you have cots tucked away in one of these? Uh, yeah. I actually, we used yes. to have a little mat right in that back room, but we just took it home. I've, I've slept here a few nights. Yeah, I've slept here quite a few nights. Uh, somebody, people have lived up here in this space uh, before. It, it's zoned for um, residential use. For yeah. Mixed, yeah. yeah. So, well, it's funny. Just our yeah. unit. So this building, there's four units, and our unit is residential and commercial, but mm-hmm. the rest of the building is not residential. Correct? Yeah, I mean, it's clear, like, if you look at the way this unit is laid out, it's clearly was something downstairs and then living upstairs. Like, that's just right. how the design was. So this, the landlord, his brother um, used to own the building, and his brother did was a metal worker. So this used to be a big giant metal warehouse um it was funny about last christmas his son came in and he just he was just looking around all wide-eyed and he was (laughs) like my dad used to own this building and he's like it looks awesome because he hadn't seen it he hadn't seen it since he was like 10 years old so he hung out in this big ugly warehouse with his dad while his dad was always doing metal work and so they've they've put a lot of time and energy into this space and it's it's still got its quirks is an old bit when it rains there's it leaks <laughs> and uh there's always some issues we got to deal with but overall it works pretty well for a a, a put together chocolate factory so well and this it's funny because this this block like just it seems kind of out of place but it's starting to be developed and mm-hmm. yeah. um, I don't want to say gentrified, but kind of gentrified. It yeah, it's <laughs> kind of happening. Yeah. It is. I don't want to say gentrified either, but that's kind I mean, of what's happening. So, because we've so. got, you know, we've got a boutique cookie shop, we've got a brewery, we've got you guys. Got a couple breweries. Couple, there's a, yeah, a few. Temp- 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 moving in. Yeah. That's right. 
Uh, uh, it's going to be like four. It's now. the granary district. Tito's yeah. is close. Well, and it used to be yeah. a bunch of warehouses that stopped being used, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, they've all Ghost started town. to be converted. Point, point. So. And now it's now it's a like if you just stroll down the block, there's plenty of stuff to walk in and 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 do and purchase and see, especially on a Saturday, which is when I would recommend doing it because then you can get into this door. We're open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of new murals too. So they mm-hmm. just did the uh, granary mural project. So there's probably eight new murals up in the neighborhood that you can wander. Yep, carriaging, carriaging means yeah, was, was say, a guest and she did one. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we, we yeah. were oh, talking. Yeah. She had to leave our show to go finish it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. awesome. <laughs> that's a good reason to leave the show. It's funny, right around the corner, uh, so right on 4th West, there are two shipping containers and they have like a little patio built out front, but apparently those two shipping containers, are they're, it's going to be like a corner store. Mm-hmm. So you can go in and buy popcorn and snacks and beers and well, I don't know. So it's not open yet, but that's what I what is rumored to be opening. So. so in Las Vegas, they have an entire it's shipping. It's called Shipping Container Park, and it's like a mixed use space. It's a whole bunch of shipping awesome. containers stacked, and they have businesses and small studio apartments and and park space. And it's just this little community. They built. In Denver, there's this huge warehouse, and inside of it, they have these little shipping containers, and it's like a. It's almost like a mall food court. Yeah. Yeah. And each shipping container is a different business restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So it's like this really cool food court, and it's open, you know, seven days a week, morning till night. You can go just choose from these options. And my wife and I got um, uh, arepas uh, that Mm. were like the most amazing thing I've ever put in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It it was awesome. Yeah, but it was cool. It was was a really cool idea. you know, with the shipping containers and with doing like a kind of a new take on a food court. It was, it was, it was awesome. Have you guys heard of restaurant row that's starting the new residential like mm-hmm. mixed use commercial projects. So Sopper Sears. It'll be at the Sears. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the, yeah. Well, it's across the street. It'll be on the West side. So it's, <laughs> it's behind. So they're, off of main street instead of off of state street. It'll be. No, the other direction. So west. Sorry, east. east. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah. Sorry, east. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so where Bob's Magazine used to be? E- there's like a pizza shop there now. Bob's Magazine. Yeah, there's like a... <laughs> it used to be the old Salt Lake City Boxing, and then it was a jazz club. And Like by the bayou? Uh, yeah. Yeah. By the, right, bayou, right by the bayou. Right by the... So, yes, there, it's going to be 40 separate restaurants shipping containers wow. yeah it's it's a huge that's development really cool. so they're building the new like homeless center that's going in where the di was on mm-hmm. 7 south and then that the restaurant row is going to be behind it oh cool yep. oh, i so thought it was going to be where the sears i is. did too that's where because that's all but that's going to be all like mixed Not, use yeah uh, nothing's been i think commercial below and residential mm-hmm. above yeah no restaurant row will be on that east side yeah, okay. sears, awesome. sears sure as hell can't keep a hold of that property yeah, nah, no. That actually, the church owns They're, that property. Oh, do they? Yep. <laughs> really? Yep. Was Sears just oh, leasing it from them? Doesn't surprise me. When are they going to kick the taco cart off? Because that's the best taco cart in the city. Oh, it's amazing. That taco Wait, cart. Which one? Is, the, the, the one on that south side or the one on the east side? side. <laughs> There's two on that corner, and one's good and one's okay. <laughs> well, there used to only be one. Yes, yeah, um, there could be only one. Yeah, well, and that, that taco cart is actually responsible for most of the food truck and cart legislation that was passed in, this, in the city yep. uh, because of the taco time across the street. Because <laughs> they didn't like the fact that there was a taco cart. I mean, the, 
in all fairness, that didn't have to like abide by a whole bunch of stuff that Taco Time did. Oh, yep. At the time. Way better so, than Taco Time, though. Yeah, way better. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even a Worlds apart. And, and like, a way crispy cheaper bean burrito is good sometimes. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you could get two tacos for the same price over across the street. I don't yeah, need to be. Do. I don't need to be hung over to go to the taco cart. <laughs> <laughs> or drunk. Yeah. Oh no, I, I pre hung over. I could be drunk for sure. He <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't have to be. I remember going to uh, Mocha Salsa when I was like drunk and almost hung over. <laughs> Late nights, four in the morning, three in the morning at Mocha Salsa. Did you guys ever go there? No, just beta. Is it still there? Oh, I don't think Mocha Salsa, right? It's on, it was 33rd South and pretty close to REI there. Like all the way up 20 something east. Yeah. Nah, there's like how I ended up up there, actually. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a cafe cafe Sylvester's and uh, what, like a cafe? Yeah, it's close to that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, and it's it's like a little white, like kind of almost. Oh, no, that's that a hot dog shape. Gone. Yeah, it's that's gone. A, that's a Beto's now. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah that used to be Mocha Salsa. Yeah, it's been a Beto's for like 15 years. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it was probably about that long ago that <laughs> you stopped I, getting drunk yeah, eating tacos. Yeah, I got a burrito and a Pepsi and <laughs> vomited all over myself in the backseat of my brother's car. <laughs> to be fair, it may have, may have been a Beto's then as well. <laughs> That's up for debate. <laughs> uh, Jess, do we have any events going on? Uh, I didn't actually write any down because it was my first day. But it was a little crazy. That's today. okay. But, but at the same time, like we just had some cool lists that I thought would be good well, so tell just to talk about. So I'm going to see if I have anything. Oh, just a reminder that the 18th is the Comedy for Cause for Life is Plausible at the West Jordan Wise Guys, uh, Jay Whitaker, Travis Tate, uh, Alex Peluto, all local comedians. It's 25 bucks. Is Kat going to be there? Jay's girlfriend? I don't Kat? know. She's, I, I thought I saw her on the ticket. I don't know. I don't know. I could be lying, though. Um, and then the third congressional district uh, uh, debate is on the twenty third. That's guys... John Curtis and James Singer. Yeah, that's that. Don't waste your time. And the cannabis conference is this weekend. <laughs> Did you watch the meal of? No, you were gone. Probably no. You got back in time. Did you? You didn't watch the debate. I didn't get back until like it. eleven o'clock last night. I didn't get home till eleven. Man, last that night. was that was a feisty debate. It. I thought it was more civil than it was going to be. Actually, like my <laughs> wife and I watched it and it finished, and she was like, we were both like. Well, that was it was pretty calm. Yeah, I mean, there were there were points like you could just hear it. Mia was about to blow her, up. Yeah, I thought she was gonna explode. Like <laughs> it was crazy. And it's it's funny. Like if you it, like, I've been reading a lot about some of the other debates that have been going on around the country in congressional races, and her talking points were the same as everyone else's. So like the hangups on on you know I don't even know how many times she freaking mentioned uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, but holy crap! Apparently, that's like they were they were. They, I was listening on the radio this morning, and they were talking about a few of the different uh, debates uh, in the last couple of days where they did counters, and the Republican candidates have mentioned her name like thirty times in some. They're debates. all like reading the same script. Yeah, it's just crazy, it's and it's like I, it was interesting because I've seen the, like the Ben McAdams commercials leading up to the debate where they were, you know, he's like, I won't, you know, I won't vote for Pelosi. I don't always vote with with Trump, like. 
why is he even saying that shit? And then to hear that in the debate, it's like he was preemptively cutting off exactly what was going to happen. Like, for some reason, she's now the Hillary's out of the picture. Pelosi's like the whipping child of, of the yeah. Republican Party. It's soon to be Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're sure going to try. You think yeah. Donald Trump's going to donate that million dollars? Uh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, that... That's wild. What did you guys vote on this with week? That, yeah. What did your voter stuff show up this week? Did you? Yeah, vote? I already voted. I don't um, get mine. I just got a flyer that said mine will be mailed out tomorrow. So I guess Utah County is just slow. Yeah. Well, it's your first year. They don't. And True. yeah, you guys are slow. So uh, mine came like a week ago. Yeah, I got yeah, it sometime last, last week. week. Yeah. But I I haven't sent it in yet because where can you? It's a good question. Like. Do you guys ever vote on the judges? Yeah. So yep. if you go to if you go to where do you get that information? If you go to vote.utah.gov, which I've done before, you, and you, it's a shit show. Yeah, but if you put in your address and there's a if you put in you know your name and your address to get your voter information, it will there's actually a link there to uh, look at the the ballot. And when you go to the ballot, you can actually click on every single race on your ballot for your for wherever you're at. Uh, and it'll if the candidates have submitted their profile to the election commission, you can see their profiles. So they're usually just a quick blurb. And for all the judges, you can actually look at their judicial review. So one of the things that happens with all the judges is they all go through a judicial review um, every every time they're up for for election. Uh, we're not election, but but maintaining their their position, basically. So the, the review committee looks at like their voting record, their, their, their judge record, and if they've had any, you know, complaints and, and things like that, uh, or any judgments that seemed vastly like out, out and left or out and right field that were overturned pretty quickly, those sorts of things. And, um, usually there's, and there's like usually 12 or 13 votes that get cast on whether or not to, um, reconfirm that judge to their seat. Um, but uh, we have officially lost Bree. She is now. <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a plate of chocolate confection. <laughs> um, but they, they will actually so they'll, they'll go through and you can read the report from the committee, uh, their ratings that they have for different things. And then, you know, what the internal vote of that committee was, whether or not they should be reaffirmed. So this was the first year in a long time that I have seen every judge uh, that was on, at least for my ballot, uh, every judge was unanimously voted to affirm. So last election, last election, there were a handful that had a couple no votes. There was one where it was like almost unanimous to boot her off. And I was blown away because she was confirmed to, wow. to stay in. And she was terrible. Like all of her marks were horrible. It was like two votes to, to confirm her and like eight to get rid of her from the, the committee. And people just voted yes for her. It was wow. mind See, but I, yeah, And I think what that is, and I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but I think a lot of people just, they don't do their education on the judges. And so they're just like, yes, 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 yes. And I think that's why that happens and i always just no vote on those because i'm not going to blindly say yes or no because i just don't feel like i've gotten enough information on that but that's great to know that i can and occasionally occasionally you'll have a judge in in a a news story that votes one way or you know judges one way or another on a major issue so like last election there was a a judge that had had uh, decided. Well, I can't remember even what the issue was because it was you know two and a half three years ago. But I saw his name and I was like, I really didn't agree with that decision, so I'm going to vote no on him. 
but yeah, I think that's the case is no one really looks at that stuff. So, but it goes beyond that. So last week's show, if you guys want to listen to it, uh, go back and listen to episode 124. We go in depth with, with a couple of folks running for office, but we go in depth on all the propositions, all the constitutional amendments, because those are the same across the state. We do talk a little bit about the two competitive house races that are in the state. Um, we talk about how not competitive the Senate race is. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'll, I'll say again too, especially district, District uh, 4, uh, math, uh, not Matheson's district, Matheson's old district, Mia Love and uh, um, uh, Ben McAdams. Uh, that race is now dead even. Yeah, it was like 46%. The, the latest poll this morning is a tie of 46%. We were talking last week about how that race uh, was within margin of error. Like Mia Love had a couple points on McAdams, but the margin of error was almost 5%. Uh, now it's dead even. The latest polls have them at a dead even race. That's my district. When I tell you guys that your vote counts locally, this is where it's going to count locally. Uh, you have a chance to put a Democrat in another House seat in the state of Utah, regardless of the crazy fucked up gerrymandering of that district and, and basically eliminating Matheson's seat uh, and, and splitting it between Stewart and, and Love's districts now. Uh you got a chance. And the last election with Matheson and Love before Matheson retired, that election was decided by less than 1,000 votes. Mm-hmm. It was like no, it 400 was so and something votes that, that made the difference. So uh, absolutely, your vote has a, a huge impact in, in this midterm election. So, um, But yeah, if you're curious about like your county council members or local council members, depending on where you're at, if you go to vote.utah.gov, uh, if they've submitted a, a profile, um, then you'll see all of that. And and for me, too, like if I see a couple candidates and one doesn't even bother to submit a profile, which takes five minutes and is free, why the fuck am I going to vote for you if you don't care? There's also, also the Our Voice app. Yeah, so Our Voice mm-hmm. is a is a free app. Um, it's cool. uh, Josh Cameron uh, is one of the people that helps run the thing. But basically, you go on there, you put in your information, and then you go through a series of questions, and it kind of tells you, okay, based on what you've answered, this particular candidate is most likely going to be one that's similar to you. That's also cool tells that somebody's you, developed. Oh. It also tells you who all of your current everything. Reps, all your reps, cool. how to get a hold for, of them. Yeah. So cool. you put in your address, and it'll tell you who all your people are. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much I stay really up to date on everything, but with the judges, I'm just like, shit, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, because yeah. you just, you don't, you don't hear a lot of information about unless there's know, crazy landmark decisions. It, you right. Never hear about them. Exactly. Yeah. But so. I, I also, at some level, I feel like if you don't hear about what a judge is doing, they're probably doing an okay job. Yeah. Similar Absolutely. To, similar Generally. To, Speaking of judges, I got an email back from an email that I sent to Mike Lee today about how strongly he feels, how awesome Kavanaugh is. And how I should get involved in other things that Mike Lee is doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm, we're not. No, thanks. Um, during the debate, Mia Love claimed that she did like 85 town council meetings. And I'm just screaming in the car on the way to boxing. Where the fuck were they? Because I never got an invitation to one of them. They're all t- they're all well, a town halls because Mike Lee's email said the exact same thing. Well, and they're not really town halls; they're by invitation only. Uh, <laughs> well, I so, get so I get phone calls all the time from Mia Love. We're sorry you missed. We're sorry them. you missed it. It's like I get them too. Wow, <laughs> you never even so, said there was one. 
Before I left on vacation, I had this cute little old lady that called me uh, from Ben McAdams campaign. And she was like, I'm just calling to see if we can count on your vote. And and I was like, don't worry, you have my vote. And she's like, oh, good. Then I I don't have to do my spiel. (laughs) 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 But I I thanked her for her volunteer time. And I can't wait to get my ballot. (laughs) That's cool. Well, one of the things that struck me is Mia Love kept trying to drive home in the debate. The Ben McAdams doesn't actually live in the 4th District. Um, and I thought his response when she brought it up the first time was fantastic. You're right. I don't live in the actual official 4th District, but I'm mayor of Salt Lake County. And over 75% of the district 85. Yeah, yeah. Is, is in that county. And I would live in the district if we hadn't redistricted and basically <laughs> tried to shrew Democrats. Sorry, yeah. So, yeah, he answered that really well. Yeah. I, I was just I was just amazed how angry she got so fast and you couldn't like Bree Bree pointed it out you couldn't when you're watching it on tv she because she was just there smiling and keeping a composed look it didn't seem as bad but like listening on the radio it was just like vitriol coming out of her voice it was crazy yeah she was (laughs) i thought she was just gonna like jump at ben mcadams like multiple times and just lose her shit yeah ben wins (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be fascinating to see you know, the by, only, ha- by how many votes whoever wins. You know, The only way he wins is if people go out and vote. Exactly. You yeah, gotta get people got to show up. Because or drop your shit in the fucking mail because yeah, it's easy. Yeah, you don't easy. even have to go anywhere. <laughs> Just fucking put yeah. it in the mailbox. Voting is so easy these days. It's amazing. Yeah, it's getting easier, Sorry. although... <laughs> and not everywhere. I shouldn't say, you know, I shouldn't make that overall judgment because there's still places in the country where... There was a story um, that NPR did maybe last week about um, reservation land. uh, And I think it was in southern Utah Mm -hmm. and how almost nearly impossible it is for some of those uh, citizens to to vote. Well, I mean, that's the area. San Juan County is the area where the the judge, the federal judge said, uh, no, you're going to redistrict based on what I tell you to do because you have gerrymandered that district so Native Americans have no say. Yep. Even though they're 80 plus percent of the... Uh, I'm glad that you guys eat as much chocolate, by the way, <laughs> as we do. <laughs> this is the baba, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. This is probably my fourth bar today. You need to hand me the piece of that baba. <laughs> are both, are both of Your these antioxidants the are at yeah. a high oh, level. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to have to try this when I'm, I'm done spouting off crap, so... I'm um, not sharing this truffle. It's raspberry. Ooh, yum. <laughs> raspberry. Give me some of that. Truffle's delicious. <laughs> so, yeah, the truffles are fantastic. And you guys don't have those at the farmer's market, so. We do at the winter market. Oh, you do? Yeah. Maybe I'll have to go get some heroin and some truffles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they go hand in hand. I don't <laughs> hand Maybe in arm. Maybe a little crack as well. Maybe hand in arm. Heroin. I didn't know there was a heroin vendor at the market. Uh, <laughs> There's a few. You went to the Rio Grande last year, right? <laughs> Before the crackdown. Actually, Steve was there most oh, of the time. <laughs> speak, speaking of speaking, I of got venues, my heroin and left, guys. Speaking of venues, and <laughs> I, drugs, didn't, I didn't work. Did, did you guys, uh, did you guys see the news about the complex? Yeah, I think it's awesome. Oh, we were, AJ and I were chatting about <laughs> it for like an hour today. today. I was so not surprised because <laughs> that used to be rad. a warehouse. And the dude that ran the warehouse way back in like the late 90s, early 2000s was a scumbag who was a real douche when it came to promoters throwing rave parties, but always had them come throw parties at his place. Uh, so it didn't surprise me at all because I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it well, was, we can, it was like, no surprise fill, to me. Fill in people that are listening. So the people that 
built it and own it uh, have been laundering money and selling. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry. Uh, or, generally, though. Uh, generally and selling pot across the country. Yeah, generally, the DEA doesn't file a giant federal case indicting several people and seizing the assets For unless they have a good money. case. I bet they've been watching that for a couple of years. Oh, oh it's, it it sounds like, like 2007, been, I think. They've been seriously? They've been yeah. watching yeah. it since they put yeah. the complex what? together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been to a lot of concerts 2007 there. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that today. Wow. Oh, yeah. 2007 to 2014 or yeah, something like that. Yeah. They've been watching it. But no the, the complex opened in 2009 officially, like as a venue, so, as the complex. Like one of the things they were saying is when they were when they were renovating the building and doing all the construction... They were paying fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in like saran wrapped cash daily under the table. Yeah, nobody's gonna have any suspicion at all. Yeah, so. I was under my mattress. I had, <laughs> I just had that there. I've been you saving know. in a coffee can. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a little covered in a little dirt. Well, it was funny. I was, I told Steve that this wasn't news to me because I go to, a, I've been to quite a few shows. The funny thing about the complex is, and I may. Maybe this is alleged. I don't know. Uh, no, uh, they actually have drug dealers that walk around with backpacks and sell you drugs at the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but they don't get cracked down. So then if you see like one of your friends trying to sell drugs, they'll get arrested. Uh-huh. But they have their own people that walk around. So, I mean, the complex was one of the best places to go to a show and <laughs> not take drugs because, you know, you could find them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now, you know, now I who, must be going to the wrong now. shows. <laughs> you, you, you probably were, <laughs> or, or you just don't look like someone they want to sell drugs. Probably to. That you, too. you don't have long hair or look like a hippie. I mean, yeah, I mean, I you have long, have long hair. hair. You have long hair, but not like. If I was selling drugs, I would. I'd approach Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> There's like cool. No offense. Hair. Steve said if he was selling drugs, he'd approach her. Not if he was buying drugs. <laughs> got the cool long hair, and then you got the. Uh, I love Jesus long hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got yeah, it backwards. yeah, yeah. Little bandana. <laughs> I would definitely sell Jess drugs, but I wouldn't buy them from her. So. <laughs> definitely doesn't look like an ethical drug dealer. <laughs> oh, be some whack shit. You guys always wonder why I spend so much time at the farmer's market. I know, I know. Picking up her heroin. I can tell you which I can tell you which vendors smoke weed, mostly because you can smell it every time you go <laughs> There's this one herb guy that's on the sat north side. I like how he's an herb guy. Yeah, herb, well, no, that's like guy. all he sells is like basil and other herbs. He doesn't really basil. sell any other produce. Uh-huh. Basil. <laughs> hey, that's incense, he man. Smells good. That's incense that he's got lit by his booze. <laughs> he sells really good basil and garlic, to be fair. But Which uh, guy yeah. is this? Uh, he's on the south side. He's like right across from the opening he's to where the food the, the food south side? No. No, the north side. He's by Kevin. I don't know who Kevin um, is. Oh, yeah. Farmer Kevin. Yeah. Kevin East Nash. of Kevin? Hmm? East? East? Uh, east? No, west of Kevin. Yeah, I don't know where Kevin's at, but he's a little You're west of the right center. There. Yeah. yeah, west yeah. of the center. Uh, yeah, he's... he's yeah. One, yeah. On, the, on the north edge on his the street. His booth smells right? great. I don't yeah. remember his name. <laughs> we walked by there and Bree's like, what's that? Because she's never really done or experienced pot. And it's like, sage. That's That's weed. It's it's just burning sage, like, you and it's, guys. at least it's not bad weed. <laughs> <laughs> it usually smells pretty good. They have trucks driving around New quality. Orleans with like edibles and um, and suckers and things. How would it be to live in an adult community? <laughs> <laughs> Someday, maybe. <laughs> um, so I, the other thing I want to talk about with events is, and I guess we'll we'll talk about this more in depth overall. Is uh, 
so we did a show with Asylum 49, um, and we did talk about haunts, local haunts going on. But Halloween is like, it's weird because we've got this super religious like world that we live in here in Utah. But at Halloween, people go fucking ape shit in this state. Like I was looking at a map. So if you go to if you go to KSL, they've had this story pinned. It's like the second thing on their page, and it's been pinned for like a week and a half. And it's a map of all the haunts and spook alleys across the Wasatch Front, basically from from Utah County all the way up to Logan. Uh, and there's countless. Like it's and it's and it's like there used to be an app that it would impose itself on your Google Map, and you could see. Yeah, and it's not just big haunted houses, so it's not just like Asylum yeah, like 49, it's, but it's Homes. like people who do like little haunted houses in their garages on Halloween. Wow. Like you can, so you can go out there. So just if you go to KSL.com, it's like, it's right on the front page. It's like the, they have their main cover story and then they have little two little boxes underneath it. It's one of those boxes and it has been for like a week. So it's like, I know there's a place in Taylorsville. There's a dude that does a haunt at his house during Halloween. Uh, I just turn off my lights because... I don't like kids. <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> haunted houses in Utah usually right top in the nation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time they do. So uh, I did want to talk a little bit about uh, um, some haunted stuff in Utah since it's it's Halloween time and um, just didn't do events because she just got back. So we can talk about some of that stuff because that's all going on right now until the end of the month, really. I figured that there was enough going on yeah there is there is so do we want to talk about lazy your, for a minute we want to talk about your road trip thing that you found yeah i think it's really cool it's been on our show notes for like three weeks <laughs> and we just it's keep okay. putting it off because we we haven't been able to get to it but uh just found who who did this i don't remember no uh, only only in your state yeah. is the awesome website that came that they always come up with really cool i don't know if people submit them or if they're doing their own research but it's the, the title is, Here's Your Ultimate Terrifying Northern Utah Road Trip, and It'll Haunt Your Dreams. So it basically starts in the heart of Salt Lake, um, um, by the U. Yeah. So Fort Douglas. And I guess you could go either way. I'm like, way. I would start at the top and work my way down, I think. But uh, the, the list starts at Fort Douglas. So Fort Douglas, we've talked about it before, right? It's... Uh, it's an old military. Okay, we can talk about it's it more. still an active military base, and it's really weird because it's right in the middle of the university now, because they have all their student housing above it. Like, like when I say above it, I mean across the walkway, like all around it. Like it's literally across the walkway. We went up there this last winter when Sean was touring schools, and we were up at the housing for the U. And there's Fort Douglas. Like she's like, are those more dorms? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, if you're dead and in the military. Well, I mean, not only dead people work there. There's, there's active military there people there. There are a lot of people there. <laughs> Just a few. So, but they, they say there is a, a ghost named Clem that wanders around Fort Douglas. They say he goes all the way down to the Marriott Library on the U campus. I don't believe it. There's a, quite a few groups in the city that do investigations there all the time. So, you can follow them. Well, and you've done one there, haven't you, Jeremy? Yeah, we did one. Gosh, probably four years ago, I think, something like that. Yeah, it's Longer. it's pretty active. I mean, as far as activity goes, it's a pretty active spot. And then one of my favorite spots in Salt Lake is Memory Grove. <laughs> We've talked about that many times on Vampires and sword fights? Sword fights. <laughs> <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> <laughs> in high school, that was the that was the place for all the goths and the... 
I don't know what happened. SLC punk, SLC punk style, man. Yeah, yep. I bet the, it's the still punkers. Is. I'm pretty sure it still probably is. still is. You just don't see them. They hide. <laughs> they, whenever you shine your flashlight, they're like, let's <laughs> <laughs> right, get all red. See New Orleans. You're not the only one with vampires. We haven't either. talked. We haven't talked about the Capitol Theater before, though. No, I didn't know it was supposedly oh, haunted. It is very much so. Is it though? Because there's like one line. Patrons at the theater have reported bathroom sinks turning on and off by themselves. Every theater has a ghost. I, I would agree. <laughs> I mean, any of these old buildings in Salt Lake, do you? Yeah, well, and I haven't. Okay, so this I was going to say this earlier. So old buildings in Salt Lake, it's interesting because an old building to us is 100 years. It's not old. And that's nothing. Not like you old. go over to the UK, you go over to parts of Europe and, and the Middle East. There's buildings that are thousands, thousands plus years old. And we were like, oh, it's an old So old, it's like 100 years old. Like even back east, you're like, oh, that's a 300-year-old building. And you're still like, no, that's not that old. Mm-hmm. So being in an old building, have you guys experienced anything in this building? Yeah, did the old metal worker kill someone here? Uh, uh, you slept here. I've never slept here. But <laughs> uh, you, you say he, you heard some... Oh, this... No, no, that was Mike's house. To be clear, Mike's house is creepy. Mike's house is haunted. Yeah, Mike's house is haunted. Our employees' house is haunted. I think he experienced something here, but it wasn't a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) We actually hung Uh, out. (laughs) Uh, No, this place is pretty dope. Uh, I don't think we've had any creepy. We don't sense any bad juju. They're all over at McGrew Studios. Holy shit. But I'm not really. They're all over at Ruby Snap. Like, ghosts don't really (laughs) creep me out, though. Like, I'm not, I don't really get nervous about that sort of thing. So, if it did happen, I probably laughed. If, it, if I saw a door open or the, the water did turn on by itself, I'd, I'd probably just laughed and shrugged and turned it off. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've had a lot of weird ghostly encounters my whole life, so it's, never, it's not shocking to me. If so. the water turned on randomly for me, I'd be like, God damn, I got to call a plumber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't think of it as supernatural. So, have but you yeah, guys, I actually, oh, sorry, go uh, ahead. I interrupted you. Uh, we could talk about this later. It's kind of a different subject, but there's a new Netflix series called The House on Haunted Hill or House something. House on Haunting Heard Hill. Nothing but yeah. good stuff. Dude, it's thing. good. I'm, my wife and I have been watching it the last three or four nights, and we're probably like two thirds into the. There's like one season. It sucks you in. It's pretty good. Right, it's it's, it's good. well done. Yeah. There's another anyway. one about a baker lady who lives with a bunch of like monsters oh, that I somebody watch that. tagged me in and they're like, hmm. you need to watch this. Wow. Do you get that now because you do so many cakes? Do, did everyone tag you in, in like in the same shows? cake over and over? I'm, I'm like, I'm glad that all my friends think the <laughs> like, same. Don't you but fucking read all the comments that I've like, already Like, well, there was this huge Harry Potter cake that was going around and <laughs> I was tagged in that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> did you see, have you watched uh, Nailed It? I haven't yet, no. No, I've heard I need to. Oh my God, it's so good. (laughs) It's like, have you guys seen it? Have you Uh, watched it? Okay, so so Nailed It is is a show that Netflix has done. So it's in the, the, like the Great American Bake Off or like the... um, um, Next Great Baker, the Cupcake Wars style where they have like three or four people. Well, they're all really shitty. Like they think they're good bakers and they're all really terrible, but they actually yeah. know that. I was watching a trailer of that. Yeah, I think. so they're like, okay, recreate this thing. So it's like cake pops that have like these designs, and it's just the, the crazy, like really shitty, fucked up stuff that they do. <laughs> like not fo- like they have a recipe to follow, and <laughs> they just can't do it. <laughs> so it's really good. It's it's a great That's show. Funny. <laughs> Is that on Netflix? Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. called Nailed It. 
Hmm. And it's, you know, the names. I saw, I saw the preview, so I'm, I'm excited to it's, it's have a good funny. laugh. Well, my, my partner, she's like a specialty baker, so we always like watching stuff like that because... Yeah. But she still hasn't watched a great British baking show, right? Oh no, we're sucked. We've oh, you well, finally yeah, started. We, we finally started. Well, awesome. we, we've pat, we've bounced around, but yeah, I, she'll plow through it's a whole. So addicting. I'll watch like one episode, and then the next thing I know, she's finished the season, and I'm like, well, that was a good episode, and I'll I'll watch <laughs> the next season with you, whatever. <laughs> you do get sucked, sucked into you, that man. show, um, yeah. Mary They're Berry, so man. polite on that right. one. <laughs> that British. But she's not on the newest one. I heard. No. It's sad. She's I like the guy. She's on a different show. I like the guy though too. She's on a different baking yeah, show now. Uh, Paul. What's his? Uh, it's like Paul a fancy something, name. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we went deep. Paul on Fancy Pants. Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not, we're I know we were talking about haunted, haunted houses theaters. and <laughs> but we were talking about chocolatiers, so it's sort of yeah. the same. It's gonna go right back. It to goes cake. all over the place. <laughs> So the city county building, it's, that building is one of the coolest pieces of architecture in the state. I think, like people always talk about going to the temple, just drive by that building. It's so beautiful, and I you can go it. in this one. Yeah, yeah, you can go in this one. <laughs> yeah, you can walk all over, all over this one. You can wander through the offices. I don't even think people would even care. They'd just be like, "Oh, you work here? Yes, yes, yep. I do. I know where I'm, I know where I'm like. going, sir." <laughs> I've seen a lot of that building. That's cool. So supposedly that's haunted. Um, I don't know the two. They're all haunted. That's why it's on the list. Yeah. So there's supposed to be several ghosts on <laughs> he there? He said supposedly. They may be. Allegedly. May or, allegedly. So Adjacent to. Mother, mother and two kids on the third and fourth floors. They probably got slaughtered there at some point. <laughs> in, um, the, in the city county building. I don't understand. He's a judge. Ghosts. Yeah. I don't understand why ghosts <laughs> attach to whatever they attach to. There's the Rio Grande Depot. Um that uh, the purple definitely lady. haunted. Do you ever see her with, with dead there? heroin addicts? They don't. Ah! The ghosts don't come out during the farmers market. Yeah, they're like, there's too many damn. Oh, they, they, no, they, they come out. At least they don't like chocolate. They never come around my booth. There's too many. <laughs> there's too many junkie stage. Yeah. <laughs> ghosts don't like heroin. The, the crack ghosts come out. <laughs> yeah. They only like crack. Like the live ghosts come out. <laughs> Where does my pen go? Sometimes they like a little ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what cage cross? So I saw this, and I don't, I don't give a shit about like like being haunted. But that is a cool little thing that was. Uh, I don't. How did it appear? Like it was constructed okay. by someone, right? It was constructed by the Kings Kingston clan. Owns that property. Um, they just did an adventure, a uh, ghost adventures episode up there, like a month or two All ago. Right, you just lost me. Let's move on. No, but it actually it actually has ties to a gentleman who had ties to Charles Manson as well, and I can't remember his name right now. Um, but he actually helped build that. Um, but nobody knows how it was destroyed. They think that the family came out and destroyed it because. There were too many visitors and publicity. yeah, so nobody really knows. But what a cool, what a cool little thing that, that someone built to memorialize. We should put else. a big cross in your backyard and see if it brings any. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and this is all, the, this write up is all speculation. They don't really actually know that. Breeze like, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't I need crosses <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> they got enough fucking people throwing their garbage in there as they're walking up the street. I don't need to have a cross or anything in there. <laughs> Plus then the Mormons will probably start coming over if I do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mormons don't Mall? believe in crosses. Well, they'll try to take it down. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> Not <laughs> in my backyard. They They're believe, picky and choosy with They believe cross. a cross existed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good call. 
I didn't know Leighton Hills Mall was haunted. How do you know if a mall's haunted? Like that seems because you got to stay in there at night. Yeah. You hide in the clothes. If and you're working at they night, they lock you, everything. You up. get home like and all your purchases and you, disappear. Then you see all the ghosts doing heroin. You know, <laughs> in Leighton, it's like the movie. Or crack. It's like the movie Mannequin. You know. So I always, when I watch those movies as a kid, I always wanted to like. Oh, I could totally like stay in the mall after dark. Like, home was it Home Alone two or three? Seven, seven. Home Alone fifty two, <laughs> where he like hides out in a toy store. In the store. toy store, in the second one. Oh yeah. Uh, like I don't. I, I was a, a bit older when that came out, but it, still, I was like, that would be fun. Like, how does that? That'd be awesome. Like, or or uh, was it Gremlins? Were they in the mall after hours too? I mean, they didn't stay in the mall, but like well, Gremlins two, I guess, right? Or was it, it the original Gremlins? It was not the original. Not the original. Maybe it's like, it must have been the second one because it was that big like complex that had a whole bunch of stores and a food court. I remember seeing the original Gremlins at the drive-thru with my grandma. One of the best Christmas movies <laughs> ever made, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it's weird. A weird, I, a weird show on a weird. That's show a weird show to see with your grandma. Yeah, totally. At a drive-in. I am stoked that that's there odd. is a new Halloween and Jamie Lee Curtis is all old. Oh, and yeah. she looks amazing. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. She eats a lot of yogurt. It's gonna be. I haven't looked forward to a, a, a horror film in a long time and that one. I'm super stoked. I had tickets to the premiere tonight and I'm like, why do they have to put the premieres on Tuesday? Why are you here? <laughs> I'd be watching I'm, a movie. I'd be watching a scary it. movie. I'm I can go see it later. Uh, then I want you to go from Layton Hills Mall to Ogden City Cemetery. Because, you know, cemeteries. Uh, I don't know any cemetery that isn't haunted. There's a bunch of dead people there. I mean, surely people stick around. Surely. Se- Segway about cemeteries. Uh, I recently took a trip to Pittsburgh and got to see Mr. Rogers' mausoleum. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. it, not haunted. It was beautiful and yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. That's so cool. Did you see the shots of Tom Hanks? Uh, in, yes, I'm excited for that. Yep. That's, oh, that's oh, gonna be yeah, awesome. It's, it's gonna be great. And the what's, what's funny is his son plays Mr. Rogers, but in a drunk history. Oh, really? So. <laughs> it, yeah, it's really great. I love drunk history. <laughs> Colin Hanks is a pretty funny dude. He is. He's, he's, he's great. Cool. He's awesome. <laughs> Oh man! I, and the best song about Mister Rogers is uh, is the Bloodhound Gang song. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've heard that. I'll, I'll you have better to, play a clip. Maybe I'll record it. Yeah, I'll have to play. You'll have to edit it in. Right down with time. Also, in Ogden is the Ben Lamont Suites, which is is like the the most haunted place in Ogden. The that's what? that's where. Uh, what are they called? Who was the one that like? <laughs> what would you say? Lomond. Depends on where you're, where you're from. Yeah. It's in Utah. It's Ben Loman. Just like it's not Hurricane Utah. It's Hurricane Utah. Hurricane. <laughs> it's Ben Loman. Ben Loman. It's actually Thanks, how you say yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently now I know more about that trip. <laughs> Wait. So you said when you were in New Orleans, you actually had to like schedule to go into. Or there was a tour yeah, for the cemetery? Like, so you, you couldn't just to. wander into a cemetery? There's but- a, there's a quite a few that you have, like the, the San Louis one, which is a really famous one that has like Marie Laveau in it. You have to pay to go in and have a tour. Huh. So, but there are like the one that was by us, the Lafayette, you can just go in. You can have a tour. There are people that sit outside the gate. Um, and then I think they have like a Google tour, like Google Maps will give you a tour of the cemetery. Huh. Um 
I've just never heard to pay to I go wander through a cemetery. No, I hadn't <laughs> either. And they closed down really early. They closed at like three or four o'clock. Like, so here's the thing: in the city of New Orleans, everyone's drunk by like five, and <laughs> public intoxication is like the norm. But they're not. But none of the cemeteries are like Saint Louis is close. To, is like at the top of the French Quarter, but. You but that's to, why like, they close early. They don't want a bunch of drunk I mean, that, that was, that <laughs> And it's inside a wall. Like, it's inside of a massive wall. You can't even see in it. Yeah, so. that's, that's how they close it. <laughs> no, like, a whole entire, like, wall built but, around it. But doesn't that... Uh, so there's, like, a cemetery out in Hollywood that closes, too, right? And you have to get special permission to get into it in the evenings. Huh. Right? Isn't that a celebrity cemetery that uh, Jimmy was doing? That's the Hollywood Forever. No, that's yeah. you can go in any time. Oh, I thought that closed at night, too. I, I it probably up. does. It has a gate, but I've only been during the day. So. I fucked up the hood of my car when I was a kid thinking I could drive under a gate that was closing a cemetery. <laughs> and like, <laughs> met the stop sign and like fucking scraped the hood of my car really bad. <laughs> I learned that those gates don't actually move when you touch them with your car. <laughs> it works in the movies. <laughs> I wasn't going fast because I didn't want to fuck up my car. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't explain that to my parents. I just said something must have hit the car. It was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> cat jumped on the car. Sure didn't look like Long a cat. Long claws. They didn't believe me, but... It was a puma. And then the tour ends in uh, Idle Isle Cafe in Brigham City. Uh, There's a ghost of a Native American man that hangs out there. Yeah, he yells at you when you order the wrong thing. <laughs> don't order the chicken, damn it. <laughs> the fish is turned, don't order it. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, another thing that's really popular here in the state of Utah is corn mazes. And I don't know, like, I I never would have thought when I first moved to Utah from Wyoming that corn mazes were a big thing here. Because you think of corn, you think of, like, Iowa in the Midwest and, like, the Sun Belt, because that's where all the damn corn is grown in the country. But there's a lot of corn grown, especially down in Utah County uh, in this state. There's tons of cornfields. And... Uh, they turn them into corn mazes in the uh, in the fall. So corn bellies, of course, is the gigantic one. And I like that they always do special things. And you can see, like, this is actually an old aerial photo because the corn belly maze this year is like uh, a play on the greatest showman. And so it's got, like, the greatest My cornman written into 17 it. 17-year-old and all of her friends went. And they had a really so good time. What does this say? Super what? Superheroes. Superheroes and that's Superman and then the, some other weird characters. Yeah, Superman. I think it's it. a soldier. What a way to make a, a maze yeah, well, that no one's going to see the top of. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So they always get these aerials. So like this year, like I said, it's like the greatest showman. So there's like a kind of a circus theme inside of it. But it, when you're inside of it, it's just like, oh, here's a pathway and a bunch of fucking corn next to me. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun to me at all. They are, I, they're creepy, man. Yeah. It is are creepy because when you go later in the evening... It's, it's darker. It's dark, and it's just pat. And if you've ever watched Children of the Corn, <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm embarrassed a, to say I haven't seen that. Oh, it's one of the best horror flicks. We made. took the kids to one of the smaller ones, not Corn Brothers, one of the smaller ones about three or four years ago, and it started to get dark, and my kids were freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> So Corn Bellies is, is actually in Lehigh, out by Jess there. Most of these, these are all in Utah County, actually. So it is uh, 13 bucks on weekdays and 17 on the weekends, uh, open probably through the end of the season. Um, 
generally until like midnight. Cornbread has all kinds of stuff to do, though. It's not just the yeah. Now they have a ton of stuff there. All they kinds, have all of, kinds stuff of stuff and zip lines ops and, and zip lines, food and, and stuff. I, I would like to see their the money they make off of that compared to the money they make off selling corn. Well, I mean, the just, thing just for my own sake. The, the thing is about it is, is it's a good way to supplement their corn income. So the corn's all harvested. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's out there. By the time the no, corn course. maze is out, exactly. they've had to pull it all, and so it's just stocks that otherwise are just going to die off anyway. So it's it's an amazing it's decision great. to it's use a, the it's space. It's a waste product that they create. This yeah, fun, they've, fun they've event out of it. yeah. It's it's amazing. Well, it's like pumpkin patches, right? Like. Yeah. From a farming perspective, they're a giant freaking waste because the pumpkins that you grow, people don't eat, uh, but they make so, like we talked to Farmer Luke about it, they make so much money. So we went to the pumpkin patch this last weekend, and of course my kids grabbing the biggest pumpkins came to $65. Oh, damn. Yeah. And all you're going to do- How many pumpkins? Five, I think. Five or six. And all you're going to do- huge, but it's like- You're going to carve it and it'll rot on your front steps. Yeah, you're going to cut them open. You're going to gut them. You're going to carve them and you're going to let them rot. Then they go to the chickens. And yeah, do you uh, do you eat the uh, do you eat the sunflower seeds or the sunflower? yeah oh, yeah <laughs> the sunflower <laughs> seeds sunflower seeds that come out of our pumpkin that's a magic pumpkin right there <laughs> that's why I buy Lance's pumpkins because they don't rot <laughs> yes yeah we roast the seeds but and then that's so good everything that we pull out of it either goes in the compost or goes to the chickens but the chickens love pumpkins. oh yeah they love that's it. that's their like that's their holiday it's their pumpkin when, you, when you cook the chickens a year later do they taste like pumpkins, pumpkins <laughs> chicken. to be fair the chickens love anything that's not just chicken feed it's true <laughs> yes they're like ah this is the same shit we eat oh right. my god it's something different <laughs> chris is oh, mouse <laughs> chris is zucchini that was the size of my leg that thing was huge i have another one do they eat them after they froze Oh so yeah, I got one out in the garden. Oh yeah, they'll eat them. Yeah, okay. they. So we have like fifteen. We threw that thing out there, and probably within two and a half, three minutes, it was completely hollowed out. Yeah. Wow, they loved it. They like it. So How many chickens do you have? Fifteen or sixteen? Oh, wow. oh good. No That's more awesome. roosters though. The roosters are gone. Now we got rid of the roosters. Yeah, good. So uh, okay, so there's uh, Rally's Red Barns back forty. Rally Red <laughs> Barn. That's a hell of a name. Um, that's in Santa Quinn. Um, there's uh, Hee-Haw Farms. I would go to this one just because of the damn name. Hee-Haw Farms. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, so that one is in um, Pleasant Grove. Yeah, that's The right. PGs. Yeah, so they have pony rides. So this is just some of the stuff they have at Hee-Haw. And all of them have stuff like this. They have pony rides. Um, they have farmyard paintball, corn box, corn cannon. They have a corn a cannon. A corn cannon? That's... Sounds dangerous. So they have like a giant inflatable slide. If you can um, take the corn cannons and shoot them at each other. Uh, they have pet petting zoo, basically a petting farmyard. They call it <laughs> a hay jump, a duck race, a goat walk. So you can take a goat on a walk; it'll just shit and eat stuff. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> goats. Maybe it's one of those screamer goats. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are, are so cool. Or the fainters. Fainters are cool. Yeah, so you can take it for cool a walk too. and then jump out and it. Is it a goat <laughs> yoga goat? Okay? Maybe <laughs> the goat yoga. Do you guys ever see that? A goat yoga. Oh thing? yeah. I would, just, I would just be worried with goat yoga that they would shit on me because they just poop. They don't care. They just go. I don't like. I don't want to be like in downward facing dog and then have a pellet on the back of my head. Like, it's weird. You just gotta meditate it out, man. Just stretch. <laughs> if you stretch, it'll just roll down your back. It'll hit the ground. You'll be fine. You know. Downward meditate goat. it out. Just meditate it out. Uh, Macy's maze. Oh, that's clever. Of madness at, at Jakers. Jake, what the hell's Jakers? 
I don't uh, know. It's in Springville, so I probably won't make it down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's Glen Ray's Corn Maze and Pumpkin Patch in Spanish Fork. Good old Glen Ray. Yeah, that guy's good. Two first names. Um, <laughs> there's Wilkerson Farm. And I actually, Wilkerson's up at the uh, the market all They're, the time. Their yeah. produce is awesome. Yeah, I buy yeah, stuff from Wilkerson all the time. Yeah. They've been doing it for years. Yeah, so they're out in Orem. Um, and all, like I said, all these are really pretty much open through the 1st of November. So they have apple first. shooters. Probably not the kind of apple shooters I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> apple teeny shooters? Nah. <laughs> and there's Evans Family Farm. They're at the farmer's market as well, uh, down in Lehigh. Um, and What's the difference between a corn snake and a corn maze? Because Evans says corn snake. Uh, that means you can't get lost. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it's it just, just like, kind of amazes that. It, it, yeah, it's, it's probably, probably it's just right, right, a corn path. It's for the toddlers. Well, yeah. it's probably, it probably is just like a big path, but it doesn't actually get you lost inside of it because they have a hay maze or a straw maze. So my guess is they do that for the little For the straw maze, though, you get lost, just climb up the top. I wonder how they build the pyramid that they put out there, though. Because it says there's a pyramid at Evans as well. Hmm. There's a ghost inside. And what's a barrel train? Nicholas Cage. Does anyone know what a barrel train is? Yeah, it's a barrel. It's a little train made out of hollowed out barrels that they hold kids around in. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Does it got like wheels on each barrel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wanted to try and look it up to see if there was like a definition for corn snake. There's actually a corn snake. Like oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they just give you... They just have like go. a little... You're they talking like, like a variety of a real oh, snake. God. Yeah, it's <laughs> really pretty. It's, it's like, it's like the king snake. It's like it looks exactly like it. Yeah, I was going to say that it's the king, right? the, the one that's... It's like super it's a pumpkin different One's color. poisonous and one's yeah, not. Yeah, it's a different pattern, but it's right. the same color scheme. Yeah, they're cool looking. Yeah, that's... Uh, but is that... Is it all one word, corn snake? Two words. Oh. Yeah. I guess they literally have a corn snake at Evans. Just one. Yeah. Just it, it, one corn snake. <laughs> <laughs> Is a little glass? Uh, if you make it through the hay maze, then you can see the straw maze. You get to Might see the corn, snake. Look at the corn, corn snake. snake. Might be a corn snake. Might be a king snake. <laughs> so, Put your hand in and find out. Hey, since kiddies, these, these are all in Utah County and you brought up the greatest showman, there is a first event that is happening down in Provo. On the 29th that I totally forgot about. I got an if invite. If it is a sing-along for the greatest show. It's not. Just... <laughs> no, it's called Griswold and Graves presents a curious Halloween carnival. And it's a turn-of-the-century style historic immersive experience. They're going to have food, fire dancers, aerialist magic, vintage skills workshops, and more. So it's like old Victorian. Sounds like Evermore. Um, well, it's... Is that built? Is that done? Yeah, yeah. it's open. Okay, it's open. Cool. Um, yeah, it's just the old turn of the century Victorian era carnival that they're doing. That's so, cool. yeah, yeah. It does, does sound like they're eating into Evermore's territory. Eh, <laughs> there's not monsters. I don't know. No, yeah. it's a one time event and it's at the Bright Building. Nice. So, I'll nice. post information about that. Um, so, KSL posted some Halloween tips. Like um, I don't know that there's a tip on here that's not like intuitive was the thing when I was reading this. Like, I put it on the show notes. People are getting more and more dumb, so... So, first off... Uh, By the minute. Basically, no one trick-or-treats anymore because everyone's afraid. They go to a parking lot and the kids walk around to trunks, which is the dumbest thing ever. So, if you come to my house, by the way, because we buy a big bag of candy and we get, like, four kids, I just give, like, handfuls and handfuls of candy. We get lots of kids in our neighborhood still. 
We have lots of kids in our neighborhood. They never come up to the house. Is it just, is it because you're just down in the cul-de-sac? No, but we have like every house around the whole cul-de-sac has kids except for one. Are they all trunk or treating at the church? Is that way? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. They're all running around down there. They just don't ever come over because I just give like I'll just by the end of the night I'm like just taking the huge bowl and like pouring it into bags because <laughs> I don't want to keep the candy. Do you guys get trick or treaters up in this area? Oh well, no, 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 no! This is where you get no. the, the crazy almost trick or treaters. <laughs> you got any chocolate samples? Let me, let, uh, <laughs> let me be clear. Have you been out front? Do you think a parent would bring kids to this? Well, area that's why I asked because there are. I mean, there are families that live in the area. Well, we don't. Nah. we don't stay here late at night. Yeah, the families that live in Too the scary. area, the families that live in the area, drive to federal. They go, yeah, they go. To, <laughs> they go to a nice neighborhood. Uh-huh. The avenues. No, I. I uh, you know, said a nice I used to live right by Liberty Park, and we got a few trick or treaters. Uh, yeah, we, imagine we bought one of those bags of like plastic spiders, and we were handing those out instead of candy. But one big bag lasted us like two years. Oh, so you were the chicks. <laughs> yeah, we were the. Actually, no, we just literally put it Handing on the porch and said, "Take spider. as many as you want." So, like, you know, kids, could be the guy. Yeah, take some toys. I give out. <laughs> I give out glow sticks. I want to come. Oh, to that's your, fun. T- that's cool. We should. You know what we should do this year. Bree is just go hang out with Jeremy and Heather. Come on, our fire pit on on Halloween because mm. that, him and his neighbors all get together and just like have a so, neighbor party in a yard. Cool. So we're in a cul-de-sac and we got cul-de-sacs around. So I I put a fire pit in my driveway and have drinks and stuff, nice. and all the parents will come and sit and chill by the fire while the kids go up and then back down because you can see. Someone gonna make so, those creepy cool. ass chili finger. Oh yeah, hot finger dog chili. Things. Oh my god, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> really good. So they take a hot dog and like cut out like a fingernail imprint a impression oh, and put a piece of onion there. So it looks, it looks like, like a finger. Yeah. And and then like they That's do the awesome. little slits on it and then they put it in chili and it looks disgusting. So I wanna I, I saw this for Halloween. I wanna Oh, oh my, god. my god, that looks gross, but awesome. Doesn't it look so real to I would get down I get down on some fingers. Like that is not a that is not a nailed it picture. Like that is <laughs> I'm glad I already had dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I really like the ones that are like even kind of charred at a the end. Charred. Because they look wow. like they've been like bloodied and dried. That's it's huh. it's quite disturbing, actually. I'm kind of disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think twice about eating a hot dog. <laughs> right. Well, I think twice about eating a hot dog anyway. <laughs> I was I was listening I was listening to the mediocre show uh, from this last week, and they were talking about hot dogs, and because every once in a while, the the guy that does the show will get you know manager special meat from the grocery store, the stuff that's like either bad or about to go bad. Because he just smokes a ton of stuff. And so, you know, like 11 bucks for a 10-pound pork butt, uh, you'll take your chances, right? It's it's 11 bucks. Um, Feed the kids. You know, yeah. Just give it to the kids. That'll well, and fun. he was like, oh, there's like 2% funk left after I washed it off, which is perfectly acceptable. Because <laughs> they were like, what happened before refrigeration? Like, I mean, that thing could have smelled a lot worse and people would have still just scraped off the edge and eaten it. Right. Um, Eaten. Don't worry about it. They would have eaten it. But this is a talk- Utah podcast. They were so. talking about hot, they were talking about hot dogs and how hot dogs like they don't even need an expiration date. <laughs> like they just don't go bad. Hot yeah. dogs and Twinkies. That yeah, last like, they, well, they uh, so shit in them. Was it Super Size Me where he took the McDonald's hamburger? It was the fillet of fish. Yeah, and like six months later, it had not changed. Well, rock like, hard. Didn't he do it for a couple years? Like, Maybe. I don't he know. Did the fries. <laughs> they did the Nothing fries. Nothing happened for a long to time. it. Well, and there's yeah. actually there's actually a couple labs that have done it, and and part of what they say is it's not so much the preservatives, it's the lack of moisture, because there's no moisture in in what you're getting there. 
that as soon as it dries, it there's no place really? for the bacteria to actually grow. It's like a petrified chicken sandwich. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's huh. why they say that, that nothing grows on them when it doesn't mold is because it just gets dried out. And it's like a... That's like if you take a piece of a bread and throw it out on the counter and it gets stale and right. dry. It'll never mold. Right. True. So, anyway. So I was gonna Are you talk- defending McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't eaten a McDonald's in I don't know how long. Um, every once in a while. No judgment. Like, every once in a while, I'm like, I need fries and chicken nuggets. <laughs> do you know who has good fries? Is uh, Apollo Burger? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. My <laughs> wife and I, we discovered that there's one, like, I don't know, five blocks from our house or something. And when, you're, when you're craving fries. <laughs> well, then you don't feel bad. There might be weeks company. where we go there like, you know, three nights a week. <laughs> get two large French fries and that's like our dinner. Yeah, it, it's it's nice. Are you a the cheese? fry sauce is oh, Are you a cheese guy? Do you like cheeses? Yes. So if you go to if you go to Apollo and just ask them for a stick of feta, they'll give you a stick of feta cheese and it's really good. Wait, it's just what? Like a, what? Yeah, yeah. They'll just give you like a piece of feta, like a long piece of feta. Not deep fried or anything, just no. a piece what's, of feta. What's the just cost a of, of a, a piece of feta? I don't know. Ten cents, fifteen. To, cents? I used to, when we used to go to like. Wait, Apollo, how did you figure this out? You know, we just used to go all the time. Can I get a order. piece of? Feta? I didn't even yeah. know Apollo had feta. I thought like, yeah, they'd be Greek like they're Greek. Too. Oh, that's salad. true. Yeah. They are. They're all they Greeks. Are. Yeah, they always. I just go for a classic I just get the burger. Classic American burger. Their gyros are actually really good too. They have a steak too. If you're ever hungering for a, they have steak. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have a ribeye sandwich. Yeah. Oh, it's. I just get blinded, like I get so focused on <laughs> French fries, I don't look at the rest of the menu. I'll have to check it out next time I'm there. Yeah, they have all kinds uh, of stuff there. That's cool. I used to eat there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten there in a while because I don't really like. I used to go out to lunch all the time. It was one of the places we went regularly. You always got a shake, didn't you? Uh, no, no, really. that's a little much for lunch most of the time. So. The shake that wrecks you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't wreck me back not then. Them, not them. I mean, oh, that was pre-wreck. Yeah. I mean, now, <laughs> like, we, where do we go? Oh, Bear Lake. We, we're coming back from Bear Dude, Lake. Dude, they're raspberry I a, shakes. Oh, I had a, ras- <laughs> had a raspberry shake coming back up from Bear Lake in, like, a, an hour afterwards. We're, like, basically, like, just outside of Logan. I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to fucking just shit my pants. <laughs> and Bree's like, you shouldn't eat that whole shake. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to my wife. Uh, I took her up to Bear Lake. I said last year for her first time, she grew up in California and uh, I was like, we got to get the raspberry shakes and neither of us eat much dairy and she really doesn't eat a lot at all because she's, you know, lactose intolerant and <laughs> so she got one I, of those I thought I got my wife pregnant. <laughs> 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 like I thought she was nine months pregnant, like within, so you know, 12 hours time. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and those really, I think. No, really but yeah, her belly great. just got so bloated and she looked miserable. <laughs> they're, they're so good. Though. It yeah, she, it. it was worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth she it. She would do it again. <laughs> she will do it again. Well, the thing is, is, is like, especially with me now, because I don't eat them. Like, I, it's not a regular thing, but I get them. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Like, why did I do this? <laughs> but the next time I do it, like a couple months later, I'm like, oh, I just gotta have a shake. Ah, it'll be all right. <laughs> oh man never so, learn I want to talk about one other thing and then we're going to talk to you guys about some of the new stuff that you're doing since we've already eaten all the chocolate um, <laughs> there might be more uh, so and we talked about it a little bit so the, the mural that was going down uh, going on down here in the granary district so Salt Lake City has actually um, officially launched its color SLC program so basically as a as a way to fight 
graffiti uh, because most graffiti artists respect other artwork uh, and won't tag over top of it. And I say most because there are plenty of douchebags. If you go out to the west side of the valley uh, by my house, they like to write their names on everything. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, especially in a more urban area like this, uh, they won't tag over someone else's art. They see it as art and they leave it be. And so they're actually encouraging people to do artistic graffiti on things like uh, um, utility boxes, boxes yeah. and stuff like that, uh, which I thought was was really cool. South Jordan has that. Most of their utility boxes have art. It's all around Salt Lake, but they, is, I believe yeah. they started in Rose Park with this particular program. Mm-hmm. So any community it's can genius. actually... Any That's community great. can mm-hmm. actually do it. Uh, they can paint pavement, wrap utility boxes with original artwork, um, paint storm drains um, to help raise awareness about run Paint a clown on a storm drain. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the fuck out. Like a, a run red, your ass over, clown. little red balloon above it. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, that's in part, it's also to make the city look a little bit cooler. Um, so it's a way to make things look, and there is really, really good street art out there. Um, and you can see a lot of it downtown. Like one of my favorite things is, is like the mural in the granary district is being able to see those just massive pieces of artwork Mm -hmm. on the side of buildings. Like it's fun. Like uh, the big deconstruction building and the big construction worker. Like that's a that's oh, yeah. a cool piece of art that you don't think about. It's an advertisement for the you know for big deconstruction, but it's also a cool piece of artwork on the side of a building. It takes what was otherwise a really ugly warehouse and turns it into something that's not quite an eyesore. So when there's that one, um, I think it's still there. It's it looks like the Virgin Mary. It's I just took a really cool second. picture of yeah, that. It's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. It's like, been there for it's above Gauss. Gosh, probably three years now. Yeah, yeah right. it's on the side of Fice. Yeah, yeah, that one's it's still, awesome. It's still there. Yeah, you're coming down, you know, from blocks and blocks away east of there, and, and it just sticks it, yeah. out, and it's gorgeous. Well, and and don't so don't take the don't take the uh, the program the color SLC program as an open invitation to tag people. <laughs> <laughs> you still have to talk to the owners of the building. They said to I do could on the new YouTube podcast. What was cool about the Granary District is they set it up as a grant program. Yeah. So yeah. the artists mm-hmm. actually got paid to do the work, which was really cool That's because awesome. a lot of mural mural artists don't. Yeah. necessarily get paid for their art they just it's a promotion they do it because they love doing art but yeah this was this was really cool to see these artists actually get compensated for the work that they did on in to improve this neighborhood so i'm, I'm curious about your guys's uh views on what happened with that banksy artwork that was was sold at auction and then oh i i think it was all <laughs> i mean it was clear it was a stunt perpetrated Obviously, I was going to like say what I think, but I'm like, maybe I don't know what I think. Uh, I think, I think Banksy, the artist, like just embedded it into the art. And because Banksy's just this huge artist, like that happened and everybody was like, well, it's cool. You know, like, yeah, I think it's really cool. The person that bought it was like, oh yeah, no, I'm this. That makes it even right. More they valuable. were excited about, yeah, because now it's even more valuable. Because right. Not only is it a, not only it is, is it a one of a kind piece of art, but it is one of a kind. And he's not going to do that shit ever again. No. Right. No. He's not going to, cause that was, it's the was shock value of yep. $1.4 million and shred. 
Yeah. Like there's <laughs> so and I just bring him up because he's a he is a street artist. I mean, oh yeah. There's there's a, a piece of artwork. There's in a couple Parks, in Park City. Yeah, yeah. In Park right. City that he did a few years ago in during Sundance. That's so. so that's so fam- that that piece in Park City is so famous. Yeah, the camera and the flower. It's yeah. covered with like plexiglass oh, yeah. now because nobody. Yeah, they've co- they they don't want anybody to. Yeah. On the side it. of the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it was just cool that this this dude, uh, and he's still. What's amazing to me is that he still exists in anonymity. That no one actually knows, knows who he is. Who he is. <laughs> and his like, I think his artwork is cool, but I don't think it's anything like groundbreaking. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's kind of cool that that someone can do something like that and become. Uh, become famous and maintain anonymity. That's the thing that just blows my mind is how he has he, he just sold a painting at auction for one and a half million dollars, shredded it at auction, and nobody, nobody knows, knows who, who the fuck he is. He is. <laughs> well, the auction house does, but they are very, very like they don't talk about who their their people are. Maybe it's yeah. a she. Yeah, could be. Could yeah. be. We so, all we say hey, he. <laughs> yeah. Might. Most Might guys aren't very good artists anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. I'm sure Banksy is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so now let's talk about chocolate. Um, because we're, we're here at the Chocolate Conspiracy. Um, and you guys have a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, slow, all slow. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> slowly, but... We want to keep people wanting. You've got me excited. Good. <laughs> Over the summer, talking about some of the stuff that you guys are, cool. are doing. So um, this this bar in particular that we've we've all had a, a bit of. Um, uh, yeah, so this, this bar just launched uh, on Saturday, last Saturday. And um, that was the first time it was available to the public. So this is a, a black lager infused chocolate bar so we partnered with you into brewery and we have been doing beer infused chocolate bars uh with fisher for a while um and it, it's been a new experiment we've been playing with as far as infusing uh cacao nibs with wine or tea or beer um and this one uh, ultimately our our distributor and uh, people from Harmons really wanted us to do this on a larger scale and so that's how this kind of evolved and so uh, we had to figure it out, and it's and it's in, infused with Baba Black, right? Yep, yep. Baba Black Lager. So interesting story. Um, so one of my one of my old clients, um, one of the girls that works for the the office there, she's like the the manager for the group. Um, her husband is actually the one that created Baba Black forever ago. And um, put it into some competitions. He's a home brewer and sold the recipe to Uinta, and huh. now Uinta produces it. Um, but I thought it was pretty crazy that uh, that's cool. Met, the the yeah. funny part about doing this bar is so many people have told me that that's their favorite beer. Oh yeah, and it's, it's a really good. It's, it's good one of my beer. favorite beers, and that's why we you know we chose to do it one because it was organic. Um, and you know we we love working with Fisher, and but Fisher's still really small, and so they. They didn't even know if they would have enough beer on tap after, you know, if you go to their brewery, you could go there one week and then a week later, it's all new beer yeah. and which is awesome, but it's not, con- it's not it's you can't not, produce a chocolate bar that way. Yeah, you're, trying, you're trying to produce a consistent product that you can distribute. Yes, um, exactly. So is this got to ex- have a reliable source. Is this exclusive to any, particular, to any particular store or is it going to be distributed widely? Uh to start, um, it's only going to be available in all the Harmon stores 
and Caputo's. And then we'll, of course, sell it. Uh, and Uinta will sell it. So, so bas- basically the partners that got this launched. Right. Plus Harmons. Plus Harmons. Yep. So what's what's the ratio? I'm just curious. Like how, how much beer is it like 50 50 or <laughs> so, so it's like, 100 percent beer it's I just beer know, in there yeah. <laughs> they figured so, out no how chocolate. to solidify the beer yeah, all right. <laughs> let's see it took for we made seven um about 740 chocolate bars and it, it was more like 800 that came out of that we right? had some we had some loss but around yeah around eight we were yeah. planning we we're shooting for 900 bars and it took 12 growlers of beer mm-hmm it's not too bad, though. No. It's not, it's not a ton. No. no. I mean, I wouldn't imagine you'd put a whole lot in it, but... No. Well, and so what happens is um, the we soak the nibs, the, the cacao nibs in the beer for, what was it, a, almost a week? A week. So I just started soaking, so when we're done, I'll... We can yeah, show we're starting you another smaller batch. Starting another just round. Just because we don't have... We took everything over yeah, you gotta to get- our distributor, to Caputo's... Uh, and Harmon's, uh, and we only had, we ended up with, what, two dozen for ourselves, are and we, we sold them all at the farmer's market last weekend. We have four <laughs> bars. Weekend, so we're say, out. Are they, are they sold out at your distribution areas yet? Do you know? Oh, no, 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 no. They're not even on the shelves yet. Oh, okay. So um, they should be appearing on the shelves in Harmon's next week, uh, and they will be on sale as well as, uh, in addition to all of our other chocolate, uh, also, um, all of our chocolate will be on sale in Harmon's from October 22nd until November 26th, including the Baba bar. Um, does that include the awesome drink mix? Uh, yes, yes, it includes the drink mix too. And if you, your local Harmon's doesn't have the drink mix, ask the, your friendly cheesemonger to bring it in. Cause, uh, about half the Harmon's through the summer, keep that on hand. Um, but all of them should have it on their shelves by fall, by November 1st. It's, yep. It is amazing. I've said it before on the air. Uh, it, it, I actually really like putting it in my coffee. So a lot of our customers I, do. I've, I've got a bag of it that sits next to my coffee maker. And a lot of times I'm like, uh, and I'll throw just a, just a spoonful into my, my two cup mm-hmm. tumbler. I don't add cream or anything. I just put the coffee or the, the chocolate into the coffee and mix it up. Uh, and it's nice because it, it, it's enough heat that it melts it down in there. Oh, uh, nice. And so it's, it's a nice, you get a, a little bit of creaminess, but you mm-hmm. definitely get the, the very mocha-y chocolate. It's so good. It's a life enhancer. I tried it at the farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a sample of it at the farmer's market. Man, it was so good. Yeah, they're making the chocolate milk out of it. But <laughs> the one thing that you didn't tell us the first time is you, you, you have to have like a, like a mixer. You can't just like stir it like you can like Nesquik. Right. No. Because we don't put any emulsifiers or any yeah, junk so, in it. So you so. need like a you need like a shaker bottle or you need like a like a little blender basically. Electric blender's ideal or a froth. Yeah. 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 If you have an espresso machine, you could, you know, just toss in a, like a little bit of drink mix and then your cream and then as you once you toss as in the espresso it. and then as you're steaming it, it works really well. That, also. I mean, if you just want to make a fucking killer hot chocolate, just you put that just in the milk it. and steam it. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, that's that's. I'm looking forward to doing that this winter, making some hot hot chocolate out of it. So, it's it's, it's really it good. makes a good. It's winter. my fa- <laughs> it's my favorite product. I would say I drink more chocolate than I eat. Yeah, it's so. a it, and our daughter loves it. Yeah. She loves it to death. So, um, but yeah, I, I was really. So this bar, so is this going to be uh, just a seasonal thing that you do, or are you can do year round? Do you know? Honestly, I think we're going to keep it. As a regular product, and eventually, 
um, yeah, we'll see how people receive it. But um, eventually, the the long term plan is to just have it available to all stores. We're going to do exclusive to Harmons for a while. We didn't, you know, we haven't committed with anything with them. Like you're only going to be able to sell it, you know, or you're going to get it for two years or something. It, it's um, so you're not playing. It's indefinite, but <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 a permanent fixture in our line and. Um, we hope to bring a few more into our line really soon. What I really like is that uh, the label is still out of the same book. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. Yeah, it's a it's a it's yeah. a collaboration. Yeah, it's got you know, the sheet so. from the Baba label on it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the 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 tree and the grass the um, background. It's the the inside cover, front and back covers of the book as you very first open it that's the artwork that you see in the book that's really and it, cool it just went hand in hand it was really great um and we really love you until we've done a few uh partnerships with them in the past so we uh years and years ago at least six years ago we did a, a vip booth at the arts fest with you and we did beer floats so we made all the ice cream and then they oh. brought all the beer and then the next year we partnered with Uinta and Tin Angel to do truffles with an appetizer and a beer. Mm. Um, so we've just, I've really loved working with Uinta. Um, they've just, they've have a solid product. They're just, you yeah, know, they're, just they're a, kind they're of a, a good staple for Utah now, but yeah. So I think we'll, we'll continue it. And, um, I was just in touch with, with the marketing director that we've been working with. So we're going to try to plan, uh, an event with you into focused around this bar, but it probably won't happen until after the holidays. So probably something closer to Valentine's day. So that's really cool. Yeah. We'll do another something with, with them. So yeah, that's the, I, I'm, I, and we tried that. That's the one that we were. Yeah. About. That was yeah. one we were all nauseous. That is, yeah, that's so good. really good. That's really addicting. Good. <laughs> yeah. So we, that's, that is the first one we've kind of added to the line. We have a, a three new bars that are really on the docket. Um, depending on how packaging and, you know, depending on holidays, things like that. So we have a raspberry bar that we want to launch. Um, we did it for Valentine's this year, but it's been so popular. It's going to come back. Everyone's like, Hey, when are you? Uh, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> no, everybody, I need my, I need my raspberry. Um, and then we're going to have a coconut lime chocolate bar. And we're going to that's count one me in for that one. Yeah. yeah it was, it's <laughs> awesome. And then uh, this one, actually, we didn't really think it was going to fall into the line, um, but it's so good. We're doing a chipotle orange. Yes. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Um, that's a good combo. Those are part of the main line. And so slowly we'll start to add those. So we'll those will be kind of the newest bars. We've had five bars the entire time we've been in business and haven't added to the bar line. We've done truffles and treats and sauce and drink mix and all these other things and peanut butter cups. And so we've never kind of at, expanded that line. And that's kind of what we're focusing have on you, now. Have you ever done like peanut butter cups and truffles uh, for distribution or those always really just been small events and what you have here in the shop? There's a couple select stores that we've um, wholesaled the truffles to just around the holidays. Um, Liberty Heights Fresh, Dave's Health and Nutrition. Um, they've carried them over like uh, Christmas and Valentine's. Um, but our packaging for them isn't optimal. And 
they're hard to distribute yeah. because they're so temperature sensitive. So we've been looking at options. A long term goal is yeah, looking to at potentially do that because you're not really doing preservatives in them. And like exactly. With the, with the truffles, if they get they're, warm, they're homemade. They're not like the waxy. Right. Yeah, they'd have to stay cold. So we'd have to figure out a way to do cold distribution, which just gets well. And that's well, and then heavy. and that's and that's difficult. Like even in a place like Harmon's, like. Putting chocolate in some place that's cold, people aren't going to find it. No. Correct. Like Correct. Where, where you guys are at now in a place like Harmon's, buy the cheesemonger so, primarily. It's right Sometimes in the middle. It's a whole shelf, shelf dedicated yep. to fine chocolate. And, and what I love is, yeah, it's, it's not just you guys. There's some other stuff in there. And then there's the other like name brand fine chocolates that are over with the candy that aren't near you guys. Right. Uh, so it's it's a... That's where people go to see it. So it's a little, <laughs> it'd, be a little it'd be a little tougher to find it in a in a cooler. But those somewhere. chocolates well, just aren't so fine, so <laughs> they need to be segregated. <laughs> they're all fucking get them out of here. The and thing is, is, they're all made by Cadbury. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly, they're all under the same umbrella. That was that was one of the reasons we chose to launch this bar exclusive in Harmons because of their ability to sell fine chocolate and the exposure that the bar will get you know, with customers. So, and plus it's fall. Baba's a fall beer. So now you, you're going to start seeing Uinta's packs have Baba. They'll have the yard sale. So they're going to start mm. promoting their winter beers. That's my favorite Uinta beer, by the way. The yard sale? No sale. way. Oh, Actually, the, the packs you get, it's a, it's Baba and yard sale is a big 12 pack. It's, it's my favorite beers. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. My favorite has always been Cutthroat. See, I still love Cutthroat too. And I'm not love a huge. It. I'm not a huge Pale Ale fan, so <sighs> those two just don't hit me. Yeah. But I like the darker beers, so I like a really dark beer. I mm-hmm. like a, I like a good red ale as well. Oh, I love a red. Yeah, we so. are on the same page, man. <laughs> we need to go have a beer. Um, yeah, so Fisher's those are, right around the corner. Yeah, right. Fisher's Red is amazing. It's probably the best red beer I've ever had. Have you had uh, uh, up north in Ogden? What the hell's their name? Talisman. Talisman. Have you had oh, yeah. Scottish Ale? No. You should have their beer. All right. I've, yeah, I've heard good things. They're good. They don't cool. bottle. They don't bottle very much of it. There's only a few that they'll There's, actually bottle. And they've yeah. got three or four that they only sell well, you can, at the. Yeah, you can brewery. get it at the. The, bre- at the brewery. The brewery stores. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but other than that, you can pick some up at the liquor store, and you can get some at like Harmons, Harmons Winco. Oh, cool. Smiths, but they don't. They but don't not bottle, all. They don't bottle everything they make yeah. up there. They try to keep a lot of it. And those guys there. are cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Talisman, Talisman, uh-huh. Talisman. Yeah. Cool. Talisman Brewing. Yep. It's up in Ogden. They're it's great. Right he's, retired, he's retired Air Force. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Force. We interviewed him. And cool story. They're, they're that's they're, cool. They're super cool. They got their kids putting labels on the bottles and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> of, course, of course they do. Yeah. Hey, they're in Ogden. Oh. You guys could do like an elite Ogden bar. See that? Them. Yeah, that so that's... Oh, that'd be cool. You know, segue into our, another cool. bar we're working on. Um, the bar's done. We just are, are fine-tuning the packaging. Um, there's a vineyard in Moab called Spanish Valley. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they produce a cherry wine. Yep. Wow. In very, very, very limited quantities. Actually, the the vineyard they're sold out of. So you can't buy it at their vineyard. You can only get it at the the liquor stores. Uh, but we made them a chocolate bar, and it's, it's good. It's, so it's oh, made, man. made with the cherry wine. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that we same do way. the beer, we, we soak the nibs, the nibs, then dehydrate. And oh, then... it tastes like chocolate cherry pie. Well, the thing it, is, it's so good. damn good. So I was going to ask you about that process because you can't put a liquid into chocolate like that because when you are no. when you're when you're melting the chocolate, if you put a liquid, in, it just fucks it up. Yes. Right? Well, yep. doesn't one drop of water just boom? Yeah, it's yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It. Yep. So yeah, we we make sure after we soak the the nibs for a week or you know four or five days, depending on the the booze, 
uh, we do a, a dehydration on all the nibs. So we actually put them in a dehydrator and we, we, it's at like 120, 130 degrees and we'll leave it overnight and it'll dry them completely. That's so that way, once we start the chocolate grinding process, there's no moisture at all. And then the That's process it. from there is the same as normal chocolate as, making. As our other chocolate bars. Yep. So. Have you tried like whiskey or any other kind of spirit or is it? It's not, not yet. We did a cham- we did champagne, um, but we didn't do a finished bar. We just did a champagne soaked nib, and it's okay. What about uh, a hard cider? We have not done any cider. We did talk we to Mountain yeah. West. We talked to Mountain West oh, yeah. about doing it. Because um, who doesn't love chocolate dipped apples? Right. There is a really True. good new local tequila. Um, local? Yeah. Well, not not locally grown, but locally produced, and it's not. That posh, not posh, but yeah, I guess you'd call posh it posh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the brand is very posh. Um, no, who is it? It's uh, the distiller up in Eden. Oh, oh New, yes. New World? New Wor- New, yeah. Yes, yeah. New World yeah. has a dope tequila. So, I hear they're fantastic uh, also. We want to... They carry our chocolate bars up there. Like at least they used to. Yeah. Tequila lime something. So, we, yeah, we want to see if we can make a margarita chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> so, it'll be kind of the coconut lime plus... Plus one, you know. Uh, <laughs> I want to try beehive gin. Gin. So we wanted we want to do gin. We want to do the tequila. So we want to use those, and then uh, I want to do um, an absinthe chocolate sure. bar. That could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with all the, the is lick, there anybody the local lick. that does absinthe? I know how to I know how to get Don't some. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's Jess would know if anybody bootlegger if you didn't know that. Oh sweet. Jess, does anybody locally do an absinthe? No. No, no one locally does. No. Yeah. But so those are kind of uh, you know things we're going to experiment with. Um, so how do people how do people get into trying these experimental flavors? Because I know you guys get to eat them. But do you have like a do you have like a like a tasting group. panel or a study <laughs> group that you're bouncing? <laughs> She's like I'm coming over. I, I, I'm actually serious. So because you make them and and obviously like. I think in a lot of ways, like creating a new flavor is very much an art. Oh yeah, uh, and and there's certainly science to it, but but it is it is an art form to to be able to create flavors that meld really well together. Uh, and most artists are their own worst critic. But obviously, you have to like what you produce. But do you have like a a committee that you you sit down and unofficially? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, we do have an unf- like, unofficial we committee. Got the, we got know, the Bobs from Harmons. We got Joey Caputo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's so it's funny you mentioned Caputo. When we first had the coconut lime, the raspberry, we had a lavender bar as well. Um, maple, a maple. Oh bar. yeah, we had that maple. Maple and coconut Maple sugar. balsamic. And then we had a, a vanilla lacuma. So we took all these bars to Matt Caputo. And, and we took him one of the beer bars at that time, too. Yeah. Right? No, I was, sure? a little, I was a little after. Was that after? Okay. Yeah, I was right. It was like the week, a week later. Right. But yeah, so we took him all these bars, and we did kind of sit down around a table and was like, what do you think? You mm-hmm. know, like that was the only, the raspberry bar we all kind of liked. It was not our favorite. Like the raspberry bar in our world. I mean, it's good. I like it. But everyone outside of the chocolate conspiracy said the raspberry was their favorite bar. And yeah. we were all blown away. We're like, why? That bar sucked. I mean, it was <laughs> good, but not as good as the other ones. Well, you know? I mean, so. <laughs> the, way I would, the way I would think of that is like, so most of your stuff, your stuff, it's all dark chocolate. For those people that don't know, um, because you guys don't use milk, you don't use dairy, your stuff's all entirely vegan. Um, well, 
Honey. Depending on what vegan you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> honey is what you use as a sweetener. Right. Yes. No dairy, though. Yeah. So, and, and vegans who think honey is horrible, fucking raise bees yourself. It's not mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's all that lettuce, all those carrots, all the other things you're eating yeah. are fertilized by bees. Well, pollinated by bees, potentially, and fertilized yeah. by fish meal. So, yeah, so get off your high horse, vegans. <laughs> and a bunch of bugs are killed in the yeah. growth of them, you know? Hundreds yes. of thousands yeah. of bugs. And probably. Like, Probably, <laughs> probably not crushed in your guys's chocolate. Things like Hershey would do with their chocolate. No, no, there's yeah. no, there's no bugs in our chocolate. Yeah, we're, we're straight up, yeah, pretty, straight up clean low. chocolate. Yeah, it, for it sure. Was a, that was a, that was an amazing thing to me, by the way, when I when I first was reading about chocolate years and years ago, and like the allowance of things like cockroaches in your ground chocolate in your mm-hmm. cocoa powder, it's pretty damn high. Oh, it is. <laughs> well, yeah, and if if you get really cheap cacao, like. You receive it, and it's just there's there's chocolate makers that we know uh, that some of the cacao they get from different farms like they they find all kinds of weird shit in it like yeah. they, and they collect it you know like Ritual Chocolate has this jar of like <laughs> weird shit that they found Finger. in their chocolate the jar uh, the jar literally has a cockroaches. sign the, yes yeah. the sign says this is not a cacao bean uh-huh. <laughs> on the jar yep. But I mean, so because, but in a mass in a mass produced facility, you're gonna run into some of that. Of course, of course, there's, any, there's no way to any there, industry. There's no, no way, way to stop it. that yeah. stuff. Um, and if you don't think that happens uh, in any of the boxed crap or canned crap you buy at the store, you're an idiot. You got another thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't even know where I was. Going back to your point, because they use the high cacao. Yeah, so, so it's not so as sweet. A, I think that's what you're getting. To. Yeah, so it's not as sweet, and and the the flavors you get in a bar like this, this black lager bar, or in just your your pure dark, or even your mint bar, like the flavors are much more complex, uh, and I think. There are, to, there are layers to it. Yeah, yes. yeah, and I think to the general public, the like the dark chocolate and raspberry is a much more. Um, what? It's a common normal flavor, flavor combination. Well, when they think oh, yeah. chocolate bar, they think Hershey's, and they think so sweet it takes the enamel off. Your well, teeth. and like they even yeah. think like Hershey's Special Dark, which is still just a fuck ton of sugar. Yeah, and forty five percent. Yeah, yeah, they're not eating a, an 90 percent cacao bar that is. It's loaded with a depth of flavor that's just just not something you're going to get. So uh, I, I think that might be where some of that comes from, from a general public perspective. Like that's a familiar thing that I, I can get into dark chocolate if I have that. A, a little bit of sweet, a little yeah. bit of familiar flavors. Get into dark chocolate. What? <laughs> that's my favorite chocolate. Like before I found, like I love dark chocolate. There's... It, just dark chocolate itself is awesome. But to be clear, that's we, did, we didn't know that about you. Well, I don't, <laughs> the fact that I like ate everything on the plane. But like, um, I don't like coffee and and things like that. So I'm I'm always people are always surprised that I like dark chocolate because I don't like normally bitter things. And a lot of people think of dark chocolate as bitter, and it doesn't taste bitter to me ever. No, None no, of no. it ever does. And your chocolate, I I just let it sit in my mouth. I just suck on it like a candy. It's so good, and I it just. I love it. I, it's, it sits on our headboard in our bed. We do. <laughs> at, night, at night, we're like, let's have some chocolate. And so instead of going down to the kitchen, we just get in the drawer of our bed and 
hand each other chocolate. I'm, I'm a nighttime chocolate eater for sure. Oh, yeah. By the way, I still have my chocolate Jesus. I can't bring myself to eat it. Oh, nice. It's oh, on my yeah. desk at work. It's on your desk. Nice. Yep. It's like always watching over you. He's <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He hasn't, he hasn't grown up yet. He's not a teen. No. He's still, still he, baby Jesus. He's still the sweet baby Jesus. Good, good, good. Wait so until he, he gets have, bigger and turns into a teenager. The fake hay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the money-grubbing grown-up Jesus. It's yeah. still the sweet baby <laughs> Dear eight pounds, six ounce, wrapped in a golden fleecy blanket. So he's got. He'll be back. He's yeah, coming back almost, around for the holidays. It's almost chocolate Jesus yeah. time. And wow. then we, you know uh, Jesus. He always comes back. He always does. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Every three days. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got two bars for Christmas that we're going to launch as well. That um, we'll just have those for. Pro- I hope they're done earlier than we we hope, but I doubt it. So December, they'll be ready in December. But we're going to do a test right now as a we're doing a gingerbread bar. Um, before we were going to do like a, a pine kind of, uh, rosemary, juniper kind of flavors, very earthy. That would go well with the gin. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, but we didn't really know how to figure it out and I didn't, but we found this tea and it's a gingerbread tea and it's a rooibos tea with all of these wonderful spices in it. So actually we, I started that. From the tea grotto. Yeah. Tea grotto. Shout out. Um, but we, we (laughs) just, uh, started that process today. So we're, we're going to have a gingerbread chocolate bar. If it works out, if it doesn't work out, then something else. How how big of a batch when you're trying to figure these out, how big of a batch are you making to, to test it with? It really dep- depends. So like something like if we're doing a soak, if we have to soak the nibs, like if I'm like the wine infused bar, this this tea infused bar, we have to do at least about 40 bars, 40 to 50 bars. Um, how much is that like in pounds how many pounds for your nibs? The four pounds of nibs. Oh, that's not bad. It's not no, bad. No, no, no. It's not, it's not a hard test. Um, but sometimes if we're just adding flavor to, we could do something as small as like two chocolate bars. So if I'm adding, if I'm like, I should see what this lemon and orange is going to taste like to, in this chocolate. Yeah, you could add to your like base. You can, then we could do five chocolate bars, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. But, you know, when we're actually doing some test runs, um, so we've, you know, we're, we're working on that. That's going to be the gingerbread bar. What was the other one we we're doing for Christmas? I thought it was oh, the co- pine co- coconut or- coconut milk chai. Oh, that's what we, that's, those are the three. Is that, I, is that new to the you? No, no, no. <laughs> these are the, these are the three flavors, but. Steve's like, Steve's like, I've been trying to tell people He's what like, to that's come not what I for. Yeah. Yeah. So like, now I got to redo these, these, <laughs> these are the three flavors, but we don't really know which one's going to work out. So those are the, the milk. We did a milk chai test with, with real milk, milk. real milk powder. Oh my God. I had. We ate I had much. some left over in my little chocolate box at home a couple months ago, and I forgot how good I it was. I found like it. A jewelry box? God damn it. it! That's his nighttime box. It's so good. Well, I'm it's scared. it's a metal lunchbox, <laughs> which I got that idea from AJ. He keeps all of his chocolate stash in a little metal lunchbox. So my wife and I found a metal lunchbox uh, <laughs> a couple years ago, and we keep keep our chocolate in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, but, I have, I have yeah. one in here, and it's like our old classic bars. So oh, I, I've got oh, a, yeah. a sweet Star Star Wars lunchbox here, and we have like it's old, in that closet old, right over old bars. And then I've got all my uh, chocolate bars at home in a South Park little <laughs> well, that's the thing. They don't really need they don't really need preservatives. So nah, right. as long as it's kept cool. Do you so, have like a notebook in a safe with all of your recipes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They're not. They're in a few they're, places. They're not written down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some they're, of them are they're, yeah. they're up here in his head. This recipe? guy dies tomorrow. We're screwed. Did you say recipe? No, no a recipe. No. Steve's uh, like, uh, <laughs> I'll sell the company really fast. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anybody. We don't know the recipes. <laughs> it is funny. It's, uh, Michael, our our other chocolate maker, there are certain times he's he'll call me and he'll be like, dude, how many drops of essential oil did you put in this, or how many cups of this herb did you put in here? Because I just don't. I don't. I don't write it down. It's just like but go, it's, we go by taste. But after a while, yes, we do have some recipes. But, but to be down. clear, like it, it's it is consistent. So it oh, doesn't yeah. matter if I buy a bar in December or in July; it tastes the same, and that's really important when you're doing what what you guys are, which is to distribute a uh, you know a small batch product, but to distribute it uh, in a large scale right. sort of yeah. environment. And we do the the bars are so dialed in now. Those five bars, like not everything is measured and precise yeah and, well and, yeah. and every new bar we launch we, we really we dial it in mm-hmm. you know so that's we've had the coconut lime we've had forever and we've just we've have, always made a bark yeah we just we, we keep making them and they're available here and people can come buy them and now we've been doing that with the chipotle orange and so the chipotle orange is available people can come in and buy it and so that's saturdays yeah <laughs> saturday for at least six hours uh, yep <laughs> um so it's kind of a way hours. for us to really test out and see okay do people like this is it worth it or, or you know and that it's kind of we kind of gauge uh the popularity on the bark selling so you know the the only reason we knew coconut lime was popular is like we will make it and it's gone and we're like oh people like that okay cool let's keep making it so um it's it'll evolve you know that but those are kind of dialed in and yeah we'll 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 kind of tweak and see what works for Christmas. So. Well, and back to the testing, um, we have quite a few regular customers and friends that when we're Our doing... Our test panel. New, yeah. Yeah. We really do kind of have a, an unofficial committee and Brie, Brie will be, be on, on it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Brie, Brie will not start at the Tuesday farmer's market when they open that up in the summer, like the Tuesday night. Uh-huh. Yeah. She would stop here. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So we, you know, I think they're... There's always room to grow. There's room to experiment. This whole kind of soaking cacao nibs and beer, it, you know, it's just not done well. Um, there's booze bars out there. You can buy a Cabernet chocolate bar or whiskey mm-hmm. chocolate bar. That doesn't mean it's good. It, it, mm-hmm. it They're not. They're not good. So as far as chocolate fans or people that eat fine chocolate, this beer bar or the beer bars we're making are the best representation of beer chocolate out there. And it's we, we were just featured recently in the Specialty Food Association magazine for our beer infused chocolate. Um, the whole article talked about ran crazy flavors that people are putting mm-hmm. in chocolate. So cheeses and wines and booze. And well, and you guys do like cheese and chocolate pairings. Mm-hmm. And yes, do we special do. Special events like that on, yep. on the regular. Yep. yep. Yeah, Just come ask for a slice of feta. We're gonna do another one over at Fisher. <laughs> yeah. It's a bar. It's a bar of feta. It's like a. It's like a long... um, we're yeah, gonna we're... do another one at Fisher November or something. November fourth, but I don't. That's not. It's not, it's not set. It's tentative. Yeah. Sometime so, uh, in November. Raclette Machine is building mm. out a food truck. So, I know, oh, they nice. just told me it's yeah. so exciting. So once our truck's done, then we'll do another cheese and French onion change. soup. Oh, their French onion is killer. They can leave the pickles Add off. some prosciutto. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of prosciutto on top oh, of that French awesome. onion Oh, that's awesome. And I think we're going to, we're potentially going to do a beer, cheese, and chocolate event with Uinta and Raclette because that's kind of what we, you know, they, Uinta we guys have done it do before. 
recently. You did it like a month we, or so ago. We did it with we Fisher. Did okay. There's Fisher Raclette. Fisher this yeah. Summer. So and Fisher and we're trying to do a whiskey or a spirit pairing with Sugar House Distillery. So that's yeah, kind of James is awesome. Yeah, I, we've I, we've done some other stuff with James way back in the day. Uh, we did like a a fun yoga event and we made chocolate vodka martinis. Oh, nice. Um, and then served like a vodka tonic with like a c- cacao um, nib, like a... Like a rim. A rim, yeah. So it was like coconut sugar and cacao and then like citrus bitters. And that was super oh, fun. And his vodka. So, and vodka. Nice. Yeah. So we'd like to, you know, we want to start doing more tasting events like this. So that's kind of what we've been planning. Um, He's a good person to pair with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We I've known James for a long time. He's a good dude. So... Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of, there's, there's this whole world now open to the booze and the, and infusing, you know, the, these tea batches, like the chai that we're doing as a, as a, an Americano chai again from tea grotto. So it's like a really heavy cinnamon. Um, so it kind of tastes like a, it, it tastes like the adult version of chocolate coated cinnamon bears. Do you guys know Josh the herbalist? You should get yeah. Josh. Chocolate coated cinnamon. That's his name. That's his <laughs> official name, by the way, if do, you didn't know. Do you know his email? Josh the herbalist. <laughs> his, his email is Joshua Gonda. Yeah. <laughs> Ashwagandha is an herb. It is a root. It's, it, made me, it made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, we love Josh. Josh is amazing. Makes you uh, snicker. Yeah. We've, we've, we've kind of been talking about doing some, some more herbal stuff. And that's another line that uh, we've wanted to do was do an entire herbal line. Um, but it just doesn't fit in the kind of in the consumer world. It, it fits more in the like health food world. So we're actually partnering. There's another company we're going to work with. Um, you, you'll remember her name. Uh, I know her name. I don't remember her company's name. Yoga Sune. Yeah. Well, and then uh, Jamie's company. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're cool. Yoga Both Sune we're going to partner with too to make some chocolate bars for the yoga studio. But um, Whole Sun Wellness is... Uh, it's all medicinal mushrooms. Local. Yeah. She does like mushroom powders and really cool stuff you can um, make kombucha bars <laughs> <laughs> actually you know Ooh, what i bet be we could do a, a like one of their kef their water kefirs yeah. and soak them in is that, is, uh, if you want people out. to buy your chocolate <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah whole sun wellness we're gonna do mushroom chocolate bars yeah so we've got a lot of fun custom Those will stuff be fun. coming on the way um mm-hmm. there's a lot of the the cbd regulation has uh has become more um available on lax i i would i should say so there's it's not it's not illegal to sell cbd anymore in utah um so we are we're partnering with another company to make some cbd chocolate bars oh nice for them so and that'll probably be something we're doing for uh uh sune with the the yoga studio so Mm -hmm. um that's kind of a new thing that we want to start producing as well we want to eventually have our own cbd bar that's a part of our line you should give those to oleo too oh yeah Mm -hmm. you're smart yeah uh oleo does uh awesome um chocolate soap so, yeah, it's um, yeah with our cacao with, oh yeah. it is with your cacao <laughs> yeah, yeah with yeah. our ch- with our chocolate Soapy chocolate it's delicious yeah, it's really good so i have a, eaten it yeah there's lots of <laughs> <laughs> breakfast ironically it's probably totally safe to eat no, yeah it, it, I know. it is yeah, i'm sure it is you might feel so a little weird but <laughs> it has you'll be fun burp a bubble you shouldn't eat it you'd feel so weird oh yeah. god Could so you yeah we're we're just dialing things in but yeah so where 
where where can people get your stuff? Um, obviously, they can come down here uh, in the Greenery District on Saturday. What twelve to six? Twelve to five, six. Noon to six. Noon yep. to six. Uh, and and get stuff here. This is where you, this is where you can come to get truffles and the peanut butter cups, chocolate uh, smoothies. And, mm-hmm. Oh my god! Fresh <laughs> and, and and dairy free, stuff dairy free they, shakes. The stuff you guys are trying out, obviously. Yeah, um, but right. otherwise, where Tess, are you guys at? You're if in, you know us well enough, you're in Caputo's and Harmons, obviously. Are you other places locally? Oh yeah, the list sure. is ginormous. Um, Cucina Deli up in the avenues, um, Dave's Health and Nutrition, Water and Wellness, uh, the store. Yeah, the store is a new one. What about the store too? Uh, well, I the store two doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it closed. But there yeah. will be more the stores There's coming. One They're working on building two more, I think. There's a health food store in Draper. Uh, Honeybee Produce Company. That's, yep. um, that's where they had your 801. It's like the end of the day, so I'm like <laughs> brain farting right now. Kuahara. Kuahara Wholesale. Yeah, Kuahara's awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, Liberty Heights Fresh. Um, so basically any cool natural grocer, Mill Creek Olive Oil. Like on your DVD? they're all on our website. On your, okay, so yeah. Yeah. go to your website. <laughs> well, and so Utah, I counted the other day, including the 19 Harmons and all the little mom and pop shops, and we're in about 70 Utah stores total. That's amazing. So pretty easy Ba-bow. to find your stuff. And then we're in. Feels good. Four, I think it's 14 other states, 13 other states. Some of those are like one store, but some that's of those like counts. Washington State, that's we're in counts. like 14 stores in Washington State. That's pretty so, funny. Yeah, they're all on our website. Um, we need to do an update. It hasn't been updated for maybe like six months, which I can't believe it's only been six months since our yeah, last. I thought I was that's, been, that's been like playing with my head this yeah. whole time we've been talking. I was like, yeah, it's been a year and a half. It's no, okay. it's been six months, yeah. Steve. You have known us for a lifetime. So that's, that's wild. Well, anyway. Thank, well, thanks for letting us uh, use your space and of course. Uh, come out here. Yeah, anytime. Of course. Eat the chocolate. Yeah, I'm not going to forget that. We'll do it again in six months. <laughs> <laughs> or a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. Or maybe a year and a half. Who knows? According to me. He won't remember. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, if you guys, if you guys like what you listen to, please share our episode. That that's what help us helps us the most. You can reach out to us at TNU Podcast on Twitter, uh, the New Utah Podcast on Facebook, uh, or our website, thenewutah.com. Um, we have links out to most of the stuff we talk about uh, on the show. And uh, yeah, uh, get yourself some chocolate is really all I can say. Um, don't eat Snickers. Eat. Chocolate.